They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. This week on the BAMFCast, I'll rip your fucking ears right off your goddamn head. Then I'll stick them where the sun don't shine so you can hear me kick your butt. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, hey. BAMFCast. Hey. 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 What the hell? <laughs> hey. Hey. Ted Levine's joining us for the BAMFCast. He caught me mid-yard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, All you gotta do to do Ted Levine is just yawn a little yeah. bit and then try and speak. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, wait, that's no, 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 that's more so, Hey, it's episode, it's episode 474. Ooh, nice. That is a sex number. <laughs> Probably is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a palindrome. Mm. It is. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Banffcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then they get ratings. Good, mm-hmm. bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. I like that rating system because oh, it's based on the best movie. It wow. is the best of the best movies. Mm. Um, however, there are bad, bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some giant bags of trash, for they are the worst of the worst. Boo. I also Junk. like that rating scale. Yeah. So, uh, we're in the middle of Freedom Month, which means there's no themes. We just can do what we want. Watching movies. And, uh, yeah, what, that in itself is a theme. What we decided uh, we I've wanted to movies. do was watch a sequel to a movie we all kind of enjoyed. Uh-huh. Uh, best of the Best. We're doing here with Best of the Best 2. Whoa. I know. Wow, they made two. I know. Strange numbering system. But weird. We the one after that. the first one is called Two. Huh. I wish yeah. they had named it Best of the Bester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Best of the Bestest. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't. They did not. It's just Best of the Best 2. T-O-O. Nope. Oh. Two. Oh, also, also oh, best just, of the best. It's just T-O. other people who yeah. are also best the best of the best, of the best T-O. who also lose at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you like a plot summary for this here movie? Sure. Yes, please. I know you love it. Mm-hmm. The Coliseum <laughs> is the fighting arena owned by the champion Bracus. Now, after the death of their friend, Rhea and Roberts want revenge. Which are their names? Rhea and Roberts. Rhea and Roberts. Alex and Tommy would like revenge. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Sounds great. Yep. Yeah. There's people in this that they're in the first movie too. Oh yeah, Eric Roberts. Yes, from, he is. You've got the credit thing. He's right? been in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. He's also been in Christmas Rush, Hunt to Kill, Hunt to Kill, and Best of the Best. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Philip Ree, who was also in Best of the Best, <laughs> but he was also in L.A. Street Fighters and Hell Squad. Yeah, he was. Uh, Chris Penn returns from Best of the Best and also Fist of the North Star. Yeah, definitely what he's best no, most known for. Yes, absolutely. Movies, yeah. Yes. Uh, Eden Gross from Best of the Best. <laughs> Simon Ree, who appeared in Showdown in Little Tokyo, Extra Universal Soldier, and also Best of the Best. Wow. Uh, Ralph Moeller. German guy. He was in Cyborg, Scorpion King, Far Cry, and also Extra Universal Soldier. Mm-hmm. Meg Foster. She of the creepy blue eyes. It's almost gray. Yeah, sure. it's weird. But anyway, she was in Leviathan, Blind Fury, and Extra Project Shadow Chaser. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And one day, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, because yeah, we'll have to yeah, get to it eventually. It's yes. happening. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Landham. Mm-hmm. 
He's in Action Jackson, Maximum Force, Extra. He was in Lockup, also in Predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not a movie we'll watch here because Predator's fucking good. Too good. Yeah. Automatic five jocks. Yep. And uh, lastly, we got Wayne Newton. <laughs> yeah, from Ford Fairlane and Bamfcast adjacent, License to Kill. <laughs> Yes. Which we bring up often. Honorary Bamcast yeah. film. Uh, also, director and writer, uh, director Robert Radler and writer Max Strom, both of best of the best. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of best of the besting. Yeah, they got they're the team just, back they, together. Yeah, they're back just the best of the best of the best. Yes. It's rare you get this many in this kind of sequel where they're just like, you know what? Let's all come back. Yeah. Except for James Earl Jones. They told that guy to take a fucking hike. <laughs> Did they listen? Did yes. they yes, or did they he did. be like, mm. no, he no. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we don't need you. Yeah. I think he was recording his lines for Lion King at the time. Oh, a year early. <laughs> well, okay. he was just like, I'm going to stay at home in case Lion King calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Long before the Lion King is made. <laughs> like, I'm just, just going to stay at home in case Lion King. I don't pretend, I don't pretend <laughs> to know the ways of James Earl Jones. I'm He's just, just saying that's probably how it went down. Yeah. He just kept making up excuses. And yeah. Eventually, yeah. he was the Lion King. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, 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 and then they actually called, and then he was the Lion King. Mm-hmm. Right. I got it. I'm with you. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, there you, you go. You can't There's say that a he's a lazy of... man, though. No, no. He's no. not oh. a Lion King. <laughs> I made Chuck mad. I'm happy about this. You got any others? No, I'm done. You done? done? I'm done. So, <laughs> that's best of the best, too. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So yeah. Let's rate it. Let's rate it. <laughs> um, oh, man. So you, know, so, so you know how the first movie was pretty much just like, uh, hey, these karate guys have to get together and learn to work as a team because they're they're on Team USA and it's a disjointed, crazy team that doesn't want to work together. Mm-hmm. And eventually they are like, hey, we should probably work together. And then they still lose. That's kind of the best of the best. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, this one, they're like, hey, fuck all that. What if like uh, they're still kind of friends, but they open a, a karate, they, they school, open together. A karate school together a but, dojo but chris penn the wild card bitches mm. is just like you know what i think i'm gonna go do some prize fighting in this underground coliseum in las vegas yeah where the, the rules are you fight through three american gladiator-esque kind of dudes and then you get to fight the owner slash master of the of the dojo mm-hmm. and then you get the casino yes that's the rules if you defeat the undefeated ultimate warrior Bracus. Mm-hmm. You get the deed to the Coliseum, which is going to be real weird on the like, how's that property exchange going to go? Like, here's this thing nobody's supposed to know about. And they're like, why are you signing this over? And it'd be like, I think it's like racing for pinks. Is it? Yeah, it's just it's just you get you get a thing and now it's yours. I I think we're also viewing Vegas through modern lenses where like, you know, there's some order, (laughs) perhaps. Yeah, this is early 90s. Vegas. This Vegas is shit. Shit. Like the, this the, is Binion's Horseshoe Vegas. Yeah, the yeah, corporation still hadn't moved in they, yet. They, they pretty much never go to like the Strip. They're, oh, they're, no. They're oh, no, Fremont they're Street. in that yeah. old shitty part of Vegas. They're in the, the sh- best part of Vegas. Sure. Fremont yes. Street. Hell yeah. 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 But anyway, yes, that's what's happening in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, young uh, Walter, who's Eric Roberts' kid, yep. is up for his black belt. And they all like, are like, you could do it, Walter. 
And and he doesn't. And he doesn't. <laughs> and just like true his dad, to the first yeah. movie, just he like his fucking dad. fails. Yeah, all these kids are like break all their boards. They you know they have to kick a board. They they do all their things and they have some sparring and then yeah. they do this thing where like they kick up at a board and then have to break a you know concrete block. Mm-hmm. Just one. Yep, just one. And uh, yeah, he can't do it. No, he cannot. And then they go out for. They go to a Mexican, Mexican restaurant, restaurant and they give him the most heroic speech any loser kid has ever gotten in his life. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like you showed more heart in yeah. fucking sucking than anything he was, I've he, ever he, seen. He, he truly was like he, he was like the first millennial. Like, <laughs> ah, you suck, but here's you're the best at sucking. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here's a burrito kid. Right. right. <laughs> yep. So yeah, the kid sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid. Doesn't really get redemption for that. It's not like no. It's just he, no. he, he does one thing late in the movie that's I, just a distraction. But it's I like, kind of thought we were going to get like a Lost World style thing where like at some point he was going to yeah. have to break a thing and save the day. Yes, but bust no. through something to get to a thing that. Thank Christ, we don't. Mm. I don't know. It would have been fine. I would have been totally on board with that. Mm. Be- because here's the thing about this movie: like it sets up a bunch of predictable stuff. And none of it really happens. No. Like, it's weird. It, it feels familiar, but everything that happens is not. It's strange like that. Mm-hmm. So, because it's very much one of those early 90s, like, martial arts things. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like any of those. It doesn't feel like that formulaic kind of thing. No, because there's a lot going on and, and weirdness to it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Eric Roberts is dating Meg Foster, and he and Philip She's Ree, a sportscaster. Yeah, she's a sportscaster. And he and Philip Ree are going to go on a double date or something, and... The kid who's just, you know, failed his black belt challenge is mm-hmm. like going to have a babysitter and he called the babysitter and canceled. It's just like, I don't need a babysitter, dad. During that speech, when I you told me that I was a loser, you said I was also a man. So yep. I can stay here by, my, by myself. And he's like, mm, no, when Chris Penkins comes along, you go with him to his bowling league. Yeah, you're going bowling. Air quotes. <laughs> and uh, so he shows up a little bit later. He's like, hey, you're taking me to bowling. He's like, yeah, about that kid. Uh, not bowling. And you can't come. Which I don't. Why did he even stop by? I don't know. He was supposed <laughs> to drop something off. Oh, sure. OK, well. But yeah, it's kid ends up tagging along and, you know, he. He's like, listen, this, kid. this is after like Crispin has already like been through like a he, he fought like one dude. He basically broke all the rules. He fought one dude, kicked his ass. Yeah. And then it was like backstage with Brackus like, hey, Brackus, you're a fucking punk. I'll take you right now. And Brackus is like, fine. Tomorrow. Yeah. Fight me. We OK. We haven't really established what this club is like. Sure. It, it, the front of this club. OK, so it's called the Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it appears to be a dance club. But the further you go in, you are you enter the Coliseum, which is underground. It's like this pit in the ground and just all these rich fucks sit around the, the giant pit and root for murder. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's kind of an amazing set. It's pretty. It good. is exactly how I would want this to actually happen. Yes. Like if these existed in real life, which yeah. they might, but they do not exist in this fashion. Probably. Not. It also has like so the the pit is sort of like octagonal, but angled mm-hmm. um, from floor to ceiling. And then there's a seating area above that. Mm-hmm. But then they have what should be like a mega VIP section, which is right up against these. One of the walls is glass. Yeah. And so everybody can see in like ground level. Well, that should be the mega VIP section. But it turns out it's not. No, that's, that's for, for the plebs. The, for the plebs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you've got. That's fucking awesome. You've got that audience side on one side. On the other side, you've got another glass wall, which is where Brackus sits. And he's got a fucking throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and does. he just sits in that throne like a fucking stud just watching these fights. And there's little touches like he's got a, like one of those little personal fans on the th- on the throne. Mm-hmm. They don't linger on anything like there's so much cool shit happening. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, 
Yeah, he's got a personal fan because yeah. of course he does. And there's this giant switch that turns the Coliseum on mm-hmm. that either Showgirls turn on or Wayne Newton turns on. Mm-hmm. Did we mention that Wayne Newton is like <laughs> MC of the Coliseum? Wayne Newton, Wayne Newton is the MC of this Coliseum. <laughs> he's the hype yep. man for everything, and he is fucking lit. Like he is, he, like Mackie said when we were watching this, he is not above this oh, movie. He's all in on everything that's. Yeah, going I don't on. think you spend like sixty years in Vegas and not. <laughs> you know, end up willing to do whatever on well, film for money. I, I guess that's the thing about like Wayne Newton. Like, did he come out of the womb a cheese ball or did this like so. just, th- or so. did just like being in Vegas for, like you said, 50 plus years, just no, he's mold always, him into the cheese yeah, ball I, that he is. I think he's always been. Yeah. This have guy. you never seen like young Wayne Newton? I mean, he's just, he's got the same goofy smile. Except yeah. if something weird happened, like he, he literally used to sound like a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day it's like, I've got Vegas smokers voice. Yeah. And it's just it's he it's smoked a lot. I probably, probably from <laughs> probably from smoking yeah. that and singing. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. I'm saying, like, days I mean, a week. he had the big same kind of fake tan, goofy, big smile when he was like 15. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw him on an episode of like Bonanza or some shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh hey, yeah, yeah. it's Wayne Newton. He's cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's he's the. He's pretty much billed as the manager of this club. Like he runs the the day to day operations of it, and is the MC, and is all in. Mm-hmm. He loves every second of this. Not oh, only yeah. does Wayne Wayne Newton love performing this role, but the character has like a secret crush on Brackus because he is just in love with this dude. Like anything this dude does, just gets Wayne Newton so excited. Well, yeah. he doesn't love Brackus as much as Brackus loved Brackus. Well, like no, Brackus loves Brackus. Like it, it is just like he is like I am God's perfect man, killing machine, everything. Yeah, and presents himself as such. And, and I can't argue with that. I mean, he's a specimen of a man. I suppose <laughs> he is a giant chiseled man. Yeah. But yeah, so Crispin. Just, I mean, by it. Yeah, Crispin just like fights one dude and is me like, "Hey, I challenge you," and he's like, "Sure, fine." You know, skip, yeah, because he's like, "Skip all our rules. I'll fight you tomorrow." Yeah, because he's like, "You haven't fought in what six months? Pfft, come on." Yeah, <laughs> two hits on the chin, you're gonna yeah. go down. So, yeah. So yeah. So anyway, he sneaks kid in, like puts him up in like the catwalk mm-hmm. with a spotlight guy who, he, like, he hands him a j- bottle of Jack Daniels. He's like, "Don't say anything." Yeah. This is after bribing Kane Hodder, the doorman, mm-hmm. to get past him too. Yep. Just let, let, let this kid in. And he's just like, "I'll be done in a little bit." Yeah, and then uh, the spotlight guys, uh, the another guy from Reservoir Dogs, the like one of the ones who dies like immediately, like he's not in any of the movie except for like the planning mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so th- they just go full spectacle for this fight. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he uh, he murders him. Well, okay, I mean- <laughs> he defeats him. Yeah. And so Chris Penn is, de- I mean, Chris Penn takes a fucking beating. Yeah. Like he he gets like a punch or two in on Brackus and then Brackus fucking almost murders him. And then what happens is they shut the giant glass partition so that the people standing there can't see anymore. And they cut the video feed. And you're like, what? And but all the rich people sipping champagne are all still there losing their goddamn mind. And Wade Noon's like, all right. Does he live or die? And you're like, oh, shit. This is a super elite murder <laughs> mm-hmm. club. And they're all like, boo, kill him. So. Yeah, Brackus murders yeah, Chris. He's, he's got this move where he basically just like picks up the the husk of the person he's defeated to hold his arm, you know, holds his head in his arm, mm-hmm. and just like breaks his neck and drops him to the ground. Yep. So and of course like, the kid has seen all of this. Yeah, and then he's like, "Holy shit, get the fuck out of here!" And like runs out, and you know, Kane Hunter gives chase for like two seconds, like, "Hey!" 
and he has this like oh he goes like full on fear and loathing in Las Vegas like yes he rounds the corner and everything is just like <laughs> like flashbacks of you know watching his fake uncle get killed and like some dude is just like hey kid you need to ride on that and it's like <laughs> yeah um, immediately some pervin members only what? jacket is like hey Billy yeah. <laughs> you want to get in my car but apparently he runs all the way the fuck home he which does. is like seems to be in the middle of fucking nowhere like nowhere in the middle of like Vegas proper yeah but yeah he just bursts the door like dad and then like next thing you know he no he doesn't yeah no okay yeah, I guess. he runs I, all the way home yeah he doesn't call yeah. or anything he runs all the way home yeah yeah he interrupts the, eric roberts date yeah because yeah. they're like he they should be home by now and yeah. he busted like dad now yeah. you see eric roberts and philip Ree like geared up like all right we're gonna go figure out what fucking happened to this friend mm-hmm. they brought the kid along yeah like the fuck mick foster and everybody's at home what like they could just keep dragging this kid along to shit he shouldn't be dragged along to yeah they should have sent this kid to yeah. new york <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like they're just kind of busted and they're like hey we're looking for a friend you know and way newton is at the door and he's like your friend's not here it's a nightclub they do make him wait in the car but like sure. they're just like still it's stupid plan but yeah they just bust through the, like the fir- first level of it and they get like to the dance club part which is like the last level before you get to the coliseum part mm-hmm. and yeah way newton just comes to the, like they're all like hey we have a couple guys busted through and you know way <laughs> newton gets, comes out is like hey this is a dance club i don't know what you're talking about and, and he's like we're looking for a friend he was here he fought and then he's like Look, your friend it's your friend was here, uh, but yeah, and look, he did fight, but he, he just left with some bimbo yeah. on his arm of tongue in your ear. Put him ear. in a cab and he left. Yeah. And they're like, Hmm, that does sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll go. So they kinda look for him? Yeah, they're like, I don't mm. really believe him, but let's just kind of go have a montage as we look through him for, but not really, because like Eric Roberts well, just Eric goes Roberts home and paces. Eric Roberts' kid goes home. And he just paces, like, yeah. he's like, he's like, he does say, let's, we'll go look for him. And he just goes home and paces. <laughs> and says, Phil- where are you? Like, yeah. Philip Ree is like, going around, and eventually, like, I don't know what the implication is, it's like, they, they're fishing his, his body and his car mm-hmm. out of the water at the bottom of the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Like, did they push him over the dam? Like, I mean, like, I don't know that's kind of crazy i mean you can't drive over it but sure. still like there's big guardrails and stuff but who knows but yeah they know. fish them out yeah they're like oh rose roll an accident and they're like bullshit yeah and don't they just go back with like for blood this time like, i believe yeah, that's I what think, they yeah. do yeah they're just like all right i don't believe this is an accident for a second yeah because they bust in on uh Brackus's fancy dinner party mm-hmm. where he's just lounging in yet another throne at the front of his mm-hmm. table and just like <laughs> Eric Roberts just explodes into the room and dudes are just kind of like in the way. Um, He he takes out a couple guys, not very gracefully, but then just immediately gets his ass kicked by Brackus, like Eric Roberts does. He's just like, punch. Yeah, Brackus just picks him up, throws him over the table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, To which uh, Tommy, Tommy Lee comes in and uh, he eventually shoves Brackus into a mirror. I think he jump kicks him into a mirror. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does one of those spin kicks. Yeah. And this cuts Brackus's face. Yes. And this is the motivation for the rest of the film because his beautiful face is now scarred. Yep. Yeah, because like they, they're like, get him out of here, and they eventually finally do. Yeah. Or, well, they got the worst doctor in the entire <laughs> Yeah, for all the money they area. got. Yeah. For all the money they got, they hire that a vet. Yeah, they get the know, vet in there. And he's like, the, the alcoholic uh, vet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. It's going to scar real bad. Not like a plastic surgeon no, perhaps no. they're just to kind no, of they get the guys like i usually stitch up dogs <laughs> yeah. but i guess this will work on this you. is a 20 million dollar a year mm-hmm. uh, Easily. establishment just the coliseum they are four hours from los angeles where the best plastic surgeons in the world mm-hmm. exist yep. yeah and they got brad dorf from deadwood <laughs> yeah. to come work on him <laughs> yes yeah well, and so do. the Put rest some tobacco <laughs> spit on it <laughs> the rest of the movie 
uh, Brackus is just constantly looking at himself in a handheld mirror. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the first thing. Touching the, his the scar. The very first thing is like, they hand him like one of those cosmetic mirrors that's like ultra zoomed in, you know, yeah. like the, the whatever. It's like the fucking Joker scene yeah. in, in Batman 89. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, like, the mirror, mm. give me the mirror. But I would say, like, not just the mirror. It's yeah. like, the shot is, is like, it's like, all he could do is just like, it's giant. It's a huge scar. It's like, well, get the normal mirror that's not yeah. con- convex. It's but. fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine, Brockus. <laughs> You're still pretty. I believe also, as they were getting thrown out, Eric Roberts says something stupid like, my kid saw you murder that man, <laughs> which is just like, you shouldn't have well, said No, that. he tells it to him when he gets it. He's like, my son, I've got him as a witness. Yeah. And then Wayne Newton's Real just good like, guy. I got like 20, 40, 50 <laughs> witnesses. Right. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yep. Yeah. So, so after they usher him out or they escape or I don't remember like I think they just kind of like just throw him out yeah no they get out and they get accosted by the set of guards one of which who is wearing Chris Penn's hat right mm-hmm. yes that's and he's Gus. like where'd you get that hat and he goes oh I got it in a will <laughs> yeah they, they fight those <laughs> yeah. people too <laughs> yeah they like, kick their asses that, is it at this point did the the Korean dude show up for this fighter? Because like no, they, they, no. Well, that's way been, later. Well, no, no, I'm saying they've been lurking around. Like yeah, they, they show up at the funeral. You saw, yeah. yeah, you saw him. At, you saw him on television that they're doing a show in Vegas because mm-hmm. they're like, oh look, they're here. Um, but yeah, then they show up at Chris Penn's funeral, yeah. and it's just like, hey, you're here, and they're like, do you need any help? And they're like, probably, but I don't know, not really. Yeah, and, we got to figure some things out. Yeah, yeah so, well, because they're basically like, we will murder people for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and, anyway, and they're like, we don't. We're not going that far yet. Yeah, somehow, <laughs> not they, quite. Yet. Somehow they get away, and Brackus is just like, I want them all dead. Like, kill him, kill his kid. I just want the one who scarred me alive, mm-hmm. so I can murder him. Yes, and so like that's it. And well, they give. So the kid is leaving school one day, mm-hmm. and they give chase to him, and he escapes into an airport. I think specifically they pass a sign that says he goes into Area Fifty One. It yeah yes yes yeah, um, which is just a normal military airport that yeah. he just rides his bike through. Like he does, but yeah. the cops see this car stunting around this airport, and they're like, "Hey!" So they get pulled over, and that's how the kid gets out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Roberts and the kid go to uh, what's her face's place of business. Uh, Thirty seconds before she's about to go on the air. Well, I think it's just Eric Roberts. Is the kid there? I don't know. It, no, yeah. it's just Eric. Is it Roberts. just Eric Roberts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't understand what this outburst he's is. He's just like, you have to go on the air and tell them what they did. And she's like, I don't have, I can, I'm just a reporter. I don't have evidence. I, first, I'm a sportscaster. Yeah. I just, Second, I'm reading scores. <laughs> I need evidence. Yeah. My sources have to be vetted. We. Th- this is how yeah. journalism works. Yeah. And he's like, you don't even care that my friend's dead. Eric Roberts is just man just fuck you how dare you you have yeah. betrayed me for the last time yeah and she's like i she he's like all you care about is your job and she's like yeah it's the only job <laughs> i have i kind of need it <laughs> yes yeah i have to pay my yeah, bills i'm not gonna go on the air yeah. and just say there's a murder coliseum yeah, I don't in vegas to, yeah i don't get to <laughs> hang out and it. train every day yeah. like you eric roberts yeah yeah she, she's a Some full-time sportscaster yeah. he's a part-time karate instructor their budget for a house is 7.2 yeah. billion dollars <laughs> <Right? laughs> yes. yeah. eric roberts he, He's kind of the worst yeah. in this movie, like especially towards her. But it's just like, fuck you, Eric Roberts. It's Eric Roberts. And this is so strange considering he seemed to be well trained in the first movie of on par with the rest of the karate people. And in this, it just feels like we had to get Eric Roberts back. But he all his training left. He seems like the weirdest odd man out in this movie, mm-hmm. well, even he's, though he's very much supposed to be there. 
He's super fit in this movie. Absolutely. But yeah, oh, yeah it does not seem it does hell. not seem like he knows how to fight anymore. No, it seems like that skill is gone because yeah. like his fight scenes all seem assisted in some way by filmmaking or stunt doubles or something. Whereas in the first movie, he was very competent in yeah. what he was doing. Well, it's also annoying because he's continually having to be reactive to like protecting the kid. It's like, just get the kid the fuck out of the movie. Right. Like send him some, yeah, put him send on a, him somewhere, put him on a train. Like you've got to have some distant aunt or something. Yeah. Just be like, Hey, send yeah. him to Korea. Yeah. Send him to James Earl Jones. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. Or that Weasley guy from the first one. I'm sure or that, that lady from I'm the sure first I'm sure Patch one. dude would be like, yeah, I have family back in Korea. Yes. Be, he'll be super safe there. Yes. Send him to the people who beat your asses in the first <laughs> film. They will keep him safe better than you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. But they at, go home. Yeah, they go home and they're like, well, I guess that's settled. We, we, we showed them. And then it's just like. <laughs> Dude, show up with guns and are going to murder him. It's like first, it's like they catch, like just barely catch the guy outside mm-hmm. shooting into, and it's like, oh no, dive and dive out of the way of bullets and hide behind your kitchen furniture. Yep, like the Mister Coffee and the blender and everything goes. Oh, yeah. Every appliance gets fucking shot to death. <laughs> and then guy comes through the front front door and. uh Philip Reed, like Tommy. Gets... This is the first moment of ultra violence in this film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think to it's... which three of us went, "Oh no!" and one of us went, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> yeah, there's. A, I That's think there's, right. I think there's three dudes that come at them with the guns, and like Eric Roberts disarms one. Yeah, and is this where the kid? This is where the kid helps him. No, the kid. Is it? The is kid it later? is later. The final okay confrontation. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I guess fucking useless here. Yeah, I guess they just dive behind it and like yeah. Philip Ree disarms this one dude by mm-hmm. by. Oh, sorry. <laughs> first, well, the first movie does is he like he gets the gun and like flips it around on him and has it like pointed at his head. He's like, you, you want to shoot, 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 shoot me now? Why don't you shoot me now? While it's like pointed at his head, and then he's just like, hey, you know what? Uh, f- fuck your elbow and your wrist, because he just like. He turns it into wet spaghetti. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a close up on whatever piece of human body this is, and it just goes from how it's supposed to look to like suddenly inflating to a softball and compressing. And you're just like, oh dear God, no. Yeah. Yeah. What did we settle on? Did we say armagami or or, uh, or, or a garmi? Or a yeah. But yeah, he folds the, this guy's arm oh. in, in places it's not supposed oh. to. Oh, it's yeah. like twisted yeah. and then yeah. crushed. Yes. <sighs> Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you ever, that guy's arm up. You ever take one of those like Fuck balloon animal up. balloons and like uh-huh. kind of try to push it together and it bulges out? Yeah. It's yeah. like taking oh. a, a, a <laughs> bendy straw and compressing it back together, <laughs> yes. but doing it too much and it bends out like yeah. Oh. But then like Love some it. other some other like Eric Roberts after he sees this horrific violence is just like oh yeah I guess I can keep the gun out of the guys who ran out of yeah because there's one guy crawling over the kitchen counter where they're hiding and he's yeah. coming over and yeah he gets, yeah, that. he gets that guy but then like a third guy comes out and they're like oh we weren't prepared for this yeah and, no uh oh <laughs> and this guy has like Eric Roberts like dead to rights with the gun mm-hmm. and the kid just kind of half heartedly goes hey dad yeah and like kicks the nope. guy's gun nope no nope. that's way that's, later that's, is it that's at the that is way later. that's at the gas station it's literally the is it? yes. yes. Fuck. Well, yep. did the kid do something here? No, no the no. kid just hides under a fucking right. cabinet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, they the just kind of like beat everybody up. Okay. Yeah, they get they the get drop on everybody and eventually drive off. All right. Well, yeah, because because uh, the one dude's about to murder the one guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the gun in his face, and yeah, and, and Eric like, Roberts yeah, talks him out of it. Yeah. yeah. 
and don't, then don't let my kids kids see another man die today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That's what I said. Like he's like he's already seen one murder this week. Yeah. He can't handle another. <laughs> You're gonna break his brain. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. that's when they go out. They drive out to the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and they drive to what is just like a rundown gas station slash, you know, just trinket stand. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's obviously this Native American family that's running it, mm-hmm. and. Philip Ree goes over to them and well, he gets out of the car with his head down and they're like, Ked, we need some oh, gas yeah. and stuff. And then he just like stands up, whips his sunglasses off and goes, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Tommy. Yeah, and it's like, hey, grandma. And we're we're all kind of like, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what? Because <laughs> even the kids like uh, dad and yeah. Eric Roberts is like, I'll explain this later. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And they give some very brief like thanks for adopting me blah 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 anyway let's yeah, go inside this is the lady that raised me yeah it's like okay and that's all we get for yep. that backstory and then basically she's like you know i know you're in some trouble maybe jimmy can help and he's like what jimmy's here <laughs> you know i don't want to talk to him mm-hmm. all the while this is happening eric Roberts is going who's jimmy who's jimmy <laughs> And then he's like, uh, they're guy, ignoring him. Yeah, completely <laughs> ignoring me. He's like, Jimmy's worthless. He hasn't been. He can't even help himself. And who's Jimmy? <laughs> like, he's like, I don't want to talk to him. Tell him I don't want to. I don't need his help. And then he's like, Excuse me, excuse me. Who's Jimmy? <laughs> he asks it like five times. He does. Yes. It, yeah, it's real good. It's real good. <laughs> uh, so and they, then we get to meet Jimmy. Yeah, we go outside and meet him. Uh, it's uh, Billy from Predator, yeah, who is later. just drunk off his ass on the hood of a car, and he's just like, oh. and, they, and it was just like, "Hey, Billy," and he's like, "Oh, you <laughs> fight me." <Yeah. laughs> Basically, he's just like, yes. "I hope he, I hope you learned something in the sixteen years of he's off. Fight me, <laughs> mm-hmm. hit me right here. One yeah. good hit." Oh, fight me. So Tommy Lee, like, kicks him in the face a couple of times. Oh, no, 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 not after, like, first, he, it, 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 he's like, I'm not going to fight you. I don't fight drunks. Mm. And then, like, basically, both Philip Ree and Eric Roberts have to get their asses kicked before he's finally like, all right, you want me to hit you? I'll fucking hit you in the face. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> well, but, so, yeah, he, he knocks Philip Ree around a little bit. And then Eric Roberts is just kind of standing there. And then he just, like, punches Eric Roberts in the face and stomach. And Eric Roberts is like, what did I do? <laughs> what the fuck is that mm-hmm. about? <laughs> yep. Uh, so. <laughs> then he's just kind of like, hold on. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Tommy finally gets one good, like, like real good kick on his chin kick, and, and yeah. kicks him to the ground. He's like, oh, he and he's like, and he's snapping. He, he just spits out some blood. He's like, oh, that, that kid actually snapping. And then he he's spits like, out a mouthful of ketchup. He, he, he does yeah. all and, over his shirt. And then he stands up. He's like, all right, now it's go time. Wait, hold on. <laughs> and then just pr- proceeds to vomit in small bits for about thirty seconds. Yes, it's so good. It's, and I mean, so real because it's not like real. Yeah, it's not like that movie. Like, oh, I just had one big mouthful. Bleh. No, it's just more like it's just here's another <laughs> teaspoon of stew <laughs> <laughs> yeah doing like the hold on wait, <laughs> wait. yeah <laughs> to the point where eric roberts just starts laughing at him <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just like man you're pathetic <laughs> like never mind the fact that this guy just sucker punched eric roberts two seconds ago eric roberts is just straight up laughing at him and then the two of them just walk away mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just like mm-hmm. whatever dude yeah. you're fucking terrible he's, he's just gone to the ground at this point like wiping his mouth just like <laughs> Uh, I'll be with you in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. 
So then it's just like living at living at this farm slash gas station for a while. Like the it's workout montage, kind of. Yeah. But I mean, like grandma's like teaching him how to like feed the chickens and stuff. Teaching like she's kind of taking care of the kid and teaching him life lessons. Well, and they like, they like the, push this abandoned car out of the garage, and it's so they can train in the garage. But at first, it looks like they're going to rebuild this car. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are they doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you came in a perfectly good car, unless you're going to make some weird Mad Max murder vehicle. But they probably should have. They should have. Yeah, just drive it in like drive like, it like, into like, the Coliseum. <laughs> But uh, eventually, like the the grandmother, which is actually Sonny Landon's mom, yes, goes to like everyone just calls her grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes over and is like, "Hey, uh, you know, when you came back, I thought maybe you like had gone out to become a man and everything, and you come back a drunk. Uh, so you know, help them and clean your shit up, or get the fuck out, basically." Yep. And then that's like the end of that night, and she goes to bed. And then yeah, he wakes up the next day. He's like, "Where are they?" Mm-hmm. And agrees, like, "All right, well, I'll help you. I'm still drunk, but I've." I've I'm yeah. the only one here. There's actually nose for yeah. Because Tommy's he like, say, no, I don't want your help. He doesn't say I fought Brackus. He's like, I know Brackus. But then later, it's like, okay, you fought Brackus. He kind of says, I'm one of three people <laughs> on the planet who can give you this advice. Or I can something teach like you that. how to beat him. Yeah. So, and then it's just like, all right. And there's just more training, training montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it. He's like, I don't know how he knows this, but he's like, all right. At some point, you're gonna fight with sticks. Well, so, obviously, he is—he was either involved in the Coliseum somehow, or I guess, or or Brackus has some sort of mo. Yeah, <laughs> or it's just like he always, or that's just how the Coliseums go across the world. Oh, sure. But I would yeah, like to see the expanded best of the best universe where we see yeah. El Coliseum. Best and of the best international. <laughs> you have no, to read no, no, the no, tie-in no. comic to yes. see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are four tie-in comics. Right. Uh, you have to read all six before yeah. you can understand. There's also an album by Coheed and Cambria that's 45 <laughs> hours long. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And a web series. <laughs> it's, it's one song. Oh, okay. A web series. Yeah, but he teaches them how to fight with sticks. And, and this is... Uh, the middle of this movie is weird because it feels like a bad news bears thing where it's just like we have forgotten fighting. I mean, Eric Roberts has obviously forgotten fighting because he's not doing much. But right. Um, but like Tommy Lee doesn't seem like he should need training, like because he mm-hmm. teaches him how to pick up this. Like he drops the stick in front of him. And then when he goes to pick it up, uh, cracks him in the face. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're a fucking ninja. You should have known that. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, pick it up with your foot like this. And it's like. Yeah, I would have known to do that. <laughs> would you, Chuck? Yes. That's one thing I would know. <laughs> okay. Pull the pin, pick up the stick with your foot. All right. These are things I know. Okay. So. Yeah, he, he, te- yeah, he teaches him how to, how to be fight. And then eventually at some point, yeah, he just reveals the like, remember that wreck I was in? Brackus was the wreck. And of course, because it's Sonny Landham at some point, he has to rip his shirt open. Yes. But yeah, he's got like some kind of weird scar pattern on his stomach. And it's like. I don't know what that means, but yeah. all right. I guess Brackus fucked you up. Yeah. It's like, was it actually a car wreck? Was it like a, a fake death thing, but you didn't actually die? Is that why you're a drunk? I don't I don't know, but sure, yeah, you, you fucked with Brackus, I guess. And, yep. and they're like, well, I guess we're just about ready to go fight him. And then, like, I... The, the, it's the next morning, and yeah. they awaken two guns in their face. Mm-hmm. Eric Roberts says it's, it's yeah. yeah, and it's all the henchmen. All the henchmen are here. Mm-hmm. Uh... And yeah, they just they get the drop on him, and they take just like take Tommy Lee, put him in the helicopter. The rest of them kill him. Yeah, and well, they're just pouring gas all over this place and pouring gas on the gas station. Yes, and which then, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the guy who stole um, Chris Penn's hat is inside with them. His job is to just basically murder them. 
uh, everyone else is loading back up in the helicopter. And, man, so one guy comes over to tell one of the henchmen, hey, Gus hasn't come back yet. And this guy fucking goes ballistic. He's like, don't you ever fucking touch me again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he, his, his blood pressure shoots up like yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Patrick, it's Patrick Kilpatrick, which you'd recognize. Yes. He's, he's like one of the that guys in this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, every henchman is like, oh, yeah, you. Well, this guy's spe- you know, especially throughout the whole movie has been like mean mugging like everywhere. Mm-hmm. But this is like the only time where like one of the henchmen's like, hey. And yeah, he's just like, don't touch me. Don't you ever touch me. Hey, <laughs> no, don't touch me. Yeah. But yeah, um, we didn't mention two things that happened. Okay. One, one, there is a moment where uh, Tommy Lee and Eric Roberts are taken to a sweat lodge. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, where they hallucinate. And Philip Bree basically has, uh, I would the flash forwards of the fight he's going to have. It's just him getting his ass beat. Like his, I, his vision is, is I, him getting his ass beat. I'm pretty sure it's moments from the final fight that we actually see. No, because he's got a shirt on. In, mm-hmm. in the, okay. Yeah. For some reason, he's just imagining... Uh, yeah, a, a what must have down. been a cut scene or something? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but he's there. They have that, and then the kid at some point, like you know, so there's the grandma character who is you know fluent in English and is talking to the kid and teaching him all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's one older, elderly, you know, Native American guy mm-hmm. who just never says a word throughout the whole movie. Of course not. And uh, you know, he hands him a, a rattlesnake rattle with some feathers on it, and it's like you know, it's a thing, and she explains what it means, and it's the whole, courage. The whole thing of like courage, it's like you know, she, he's like, yeah, I know what courage is. It's like not being afraid. She's like, no, it's about facing your fear and, and persevering anyway, doing the right thing, doing even the right though thing. you're afraid. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, <laughs> and this will, you know, rattlesnakes can kill, but they can also save, mm-hmm. and this can save you. And it's like literally the next day, it saves them because <laughs> this is the point where I, yeah, yes, the guy has the gun on Eric Roberts, like dead to rights. Yep. And the kid is just, you know, was, was on his knees behind him, just like. Tosses the rattlesnake rattle like the guy, so he's like, "Hey, what's that?" And then like does a jump kick on the gun, and, and it basically allows Eric Roberts just to get the drop on the guy. And, he like, kicks the gun, but it, the gun never leaves the dude's no, hand. No, it just it, it just, just goes up. Yeah. yeah, and this is all Eric Roberts needs to get in there and mm-hmm. you know wrestle with the guy, and so that guy ends up getting shot in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the dudes in the helicopter are like, "Yeah, he did it." Yeah, finally. And, yeah, and inside they're like. Uh, they need to hear three more shots. The grandma gets stone cold killer. And she's like, <laughs> they're expecting three more shots. Well, and he, Eric Roberts stands over this dude like, I'll put three more shots in him and and then looks at the then kid. He realizes like, he has his son standing next to him. Yeah. OK, fine. Yeah. And just shoots three shots in the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's one of there's one dude like so out of the helicopter. Like they, they were getting worried that this guy wasn't going to like, you know, wuss out and not shoot them, I guess. Yeah. Because like one guy was like, he should be done by now. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to go check on him. And they're like. They're like, fuck it, we'll just light the gas. They'll die that way. And then this guy's like... Basically, he's like, he must not have made it. Yeah, he must not have made it. And, and this one guy's like, well, I'm going to go check on him. And they're like, eh, acceptable losses. Just light the shit on fire. And this yep. guy's just like, no! <laughs> no! And just starts running f- to go check on his buddy, henchman yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, like, the there's this one bald dude guy who's just, like, standing outside the helicopter, and he's got a Zippo. And he's like, can I light it, boss? Please let me light it. Let me do it. And, like, <laughs> he is so stoked to run up and, like, light the gas trail that's going to blow this thing up. Yeah. And does it. And the dude that's... There's a great shot because the dude was like, no, we're not leaving a henchman behind. No henchman left behind. It's like running, sees the flame of, like, you know, the flame trail going towards it. And it's just like, uh-oh. And, and like... <laughs> Doubles back real quick, but it's it's too late. Like the place just goes into splitters, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And so this guy's, I guess he's dead because they just they show him get blown back and he's on the ground and never gets back up. Yeah, but man, I, the bald guy gets back in the helicopter and he just is like, 
I always told Gus smoking would kill him. Ha ha ha. And everyone in the helicopter is just like, this is the funniest shit they've ever heard. Attention humor. <laughs> I guess. But they all, they, yeah, they fly off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, you know, yeah. they, they, they circle around to make Tommy look at it. And this place explodes and secondary explodes and just. Yeah. I mean, so much they go to a long shot, yeah. like from the helicopter yeah. of everything going up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they knew to have plenty of coverage of this because this was their money shot. Yeah. And they just turned out they hid in the storm cellar, which was apparently explosion proof. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a bomb shelter. I don't know. But yep. There's probably a few of those in like Nevada, New Mexico and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So they just come out and they're like, whew. Sorry about this place. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, Grandma. Yeah. Anyway, got to go. You guys stay here. <laughs> Me and my kid are going back to Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, got to go. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't even mention they, they uh, Sunnyland and tried to save him at first. He came out with a gun and oh, started right, yeah. shooting and going crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy. that he, dude died. He did like take out, a, he took out like one dude yes. and then just got shot all to hell. And like half his hand gets blown off and yes. he's still like produces a giant Billy, still Billy takes knife the from, dude out. Yeah. yeah. He produces like Billy's knife from predator from nowhere. Yep. And it's just like, I'm still going to murder you. And yeah, it does. And then yeah, it just kills gets, that one dude. Yeah. Still gets lit up. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so grandma's our son got shot right in front of her mm-hmm. by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, they, they take Tommy Lee back to the Coliseum and it's like, all right, you're going to fight now. Yep. And you can't just go straight to Brackus, which is what you would think Brackus would want. He's mm-hmm. just like, Nope, you got to fight. Yeah, they're, they're, way up the they're back to putting them on the show, which yeah. is like, okay, you broke the rules for Chris Penn when that was just like, he taunted you about being soft, and this guy <laughs> cut your beautiful face, and you're like, yeah, no, well, fight the gladiators. Wayne Newton is very good throughout most of the film in convincing Brackus to wait until we can make money at it. Like, Brackus several times has wanted to fight someone to death, yeah. and Wayne Newton has always been like, no, wait, wait for the Coliseum yeah. so Business. we can make all the money. Business. Yeah. More like, wait, Newton. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. More like that. <laughs> I'm here for these hard hitting jokes. That's a good one. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Donkey Shane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have like another little mini montage because like Brackus is working out in his place and Philip Reeves working out like in his place. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That happens after, that's he, after I, the first. Yeah, fight. that's after he defeats like all the gladiators because yeah. he basically does. He he fights all three gladiators Man. in one day. Yeah. yeah, but that that boxer he faces first. Oh, he just like God, they fucking wrecks that guy. Yeah, yep. he just he just Wayne destroys Newton, that dude in like 20 yeah. seconds. Wayne Newton comes out and hypes this fight like can a karate man defeat a boxer? I don't think so. So here we go, and man, <laughs> man he that, murders this that man's boxer knee. Plant, like gets two punches that he gets to throw. The d- <laughs> Tommy dodges it, and then just pops the knee right from the side, and just guy crumples. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna break all your limbs." <laughs> it's <laughs> it's weird because like I mean, Philip redirected all the rest of the best of the best, all the rest of the best. Yes, um, but like he didn't direct these the first two. No. But this is like something you would totally like. This is such a Bruce Lee moment of like oh, sure. hype up this dude and then just be like, Wah-wah! and like <laughs> fucking dead and yep. broken and mangled. Yep. And that's what this guy is. It's just like in 20 seconds. It's like every yeah. bone in his body is broken. Yep. Save one. <laughs> yes. And again, it's weird because like the rest of this movie is Philip Reeve fighting in the Coliseum while Eric Roberts is slowly approaching the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Eric Roberts is not the star of this movie, oh, no. even though he's top billed. Yeah. I mean, at, at some point, I, I actually asked, like, when they were lining everyone up at the gas station, like, I knew he was not in the next two best of the best. And right. I was like, that would be a really weird way to write, write like, <laughs> crazy, yeah. but awesome at the same time. If that's how they had, like, they had actually killed him in that scene. Well, they 
killed off Chris Penn. I mean, you I know, know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that would have been kind of nuts to yeah. be like, that's how you're out of the series, you know, but it didn't happen. No. So. But yeah, he's he basically um, like while he's fighting the first fights or whatever, like he meets back up with Meg Foster. And he's like, here, my kid. Take yes. him. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like, like, I'm sorry. I yeah, wasn't mad take at care you. Of this yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, got to go. And she's like, you mad? And he's like, I gave you my kid. Yeah. Obviously, I trust you. God, you're dumb. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes full Napoleon Dynamite. God. Yeah. You're he leaves. Kid. Jeez. Yeah. He leaves. And that's the last time you see her. Uh-huh. But also when he does drop the kid off, she's like. Bracus has Tommy Lee. They're fighting in the Coliseum right now. And it's like, what the fuck? Like you, you mm-hmm. acted like none of this was verifiable when you were on the air, and now you know all of this. I'm what pretty the- sure Meg Foster sold them out as far as being where they were in the the. Oh, you think? Yeah, <laughs> that's my theory. Okay, because it makes no sense that they traced him where that to, yeah. that to that gas station in the middle of fucking. Nowhere. I thought it was going to be got Billy. I thought Billy was going to be the one who was like, I sold you all out for firewater or whatever it was that I need to <laughs> to stay alive. Or, you know, he's secretly working for Brackus or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, that's never explained no. at all. The kid probably called somebody. <laughs> and triangulated. Yeah. No, he just called somebody. He was like, yeah, we're totally staying here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, Tommy Lee has to fight three dudes. He he fights the boxer in 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, he fights a, uh, a dude with uh, nunchucks. Well, first, all right, first dude was like a straight up like boxer, boxer. Right. The next guy was like the wrestling champion of the world. Oh, right. Yes. Just this ripped dude in a gladiator outfit was just like that guy. Like it took him a little bit longer, but not by much. Well, like, he, he beats that guy by doing some sort of flying scissor kick. Well, thing. he beats him like legitimately. And then the guy gets that like second, like, you know, horror movie villain thing where he's just like, and he's just he's like, like Billy's already or Tommy's like already like fucking leaving. He's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, like, like, I, just, I won this because the first time he's just like, open up the fucking gates. I'm done. Yeah. You know, because like I that's the thing is like for him to have like he thinks like all, everyone he knows and cares about has been murdered mm-hmm. by these people. Mm-hmm. He shows a lot of restraint into not murdering like Wayne Newton and everybody else. I'm just like playing grabbing, by the rules. That grabbing, he's been... grabbing the mic and being like, this is fucking illegal. These people <laughs> killed everyone I know. Like it's it's very strange that he's just not like yeah. fucking with their entire program. Yeah. He should be like, I'm recording all your faces in yeah. my brain. Yeah. You're all going to jail. <laughs> yeah. But so like it's, especially you, Ron. So like he's he's like, a, yeah, first time he's like, open the fucking gate i'm done yeah and then like so they do and then like second guy he's just like he's just be lying for the gate like you know you're, you're i don't even have to say it this time you're just gonna open it and the guy you know gets that second win hulk thing and and he just, yeah he just does this like running thing where he like does a somersault double kick down on this guy and, and he's done and then just turns around and walks away again yeah and the last guy is like a martial artist dude that has like steel nunchucks and he's also, also the dude that murdered billy yeah Yes, because he flashes back to that at the very end. Right. But he also has this like he has this braid of hair with like a metal ball, like a like a. Yeah, this like, is some Shaw Brothers shit. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a morning star at <laughs> yeah. the end of his hair, basically. Yeah, because he, he wait, so he, he comes out with the nunchucks doing like I have nunchucks and mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm, yes, you do. And then he does like this tuck and roll into a fighting position and the nunchucks are gone. Yeah, it turns out like well, he did a front <laughs> flip and he just dropped them on the ground and kept going. But yeah. the, it wasn't shot clearly enough that it was like, oh, he dropped the nunchucks because, you yeah. know, the, we have rules, but no rules also. I yeah, I, I don't understand yeah. the rules. Of because the like they are just laying on the ground later because, you know, they fight hand to hand for a while. He does just pick him back up. And that, just well, like, that, well that doesn't work. And then, like, you know, he's getting his ass kicked just hand to hand. So then he's like, oh, yeah, my hair thing and beats him with the hair a little bit. <laughs> One time he's like, oh, you got the hair thing. OK, f- fuck you. I'll just dodge that and punch you some more. And then he's like, oh, yeah, nunchucks over here. And yeah. then Tommy is very good at adapting. Mm-hmm. Like he, he will he will get 
hit by whatever this person's strength is and then immediately is like no more of that mm-hmm. i have solved this he took a few nunchuck hits yes he did like it really really did like and then it was eventually like all but right then he realized okay jump over the first one <laughs> this is the only part of like really made me angry because like he would he dodge, dodge the nunchucks and like punch this dude down the ground where he's just like uh mm-hmm. and like hands and it's like take the fucking nunchucks that are on the ground yeah. or, or mm-hmm. just jump on him and beat him to death just mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand, like, his restraint. Yeah, you have nothing left to live for. You well, think it, your entire family well, is you were dead, like, You're like, oh, he has honor. And then he has that flashback of, like, oh, this is the guy that killed Jimmy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck this guy. And just <laughs> does the, like, jump on his chest and just beat him down to death. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I still have honor. So he stands up and doesn't mm-hmm. murder, murder him. Yeah. And it's just like, fine, bring me Brackus. Well, Brackus just walks out yeah. in his casual outfit. And he's just like, all right, tomorrow I fight this guy. And again, yeah, it's just like, no, how about right now? Yeah. I'm, you wanted a fucking show. I'm going to murder you. I, you know, yeah, I don't. I, I'm in I, murder mode. Let's go again. I don't understand why Brackus isn't just like, OK, he's worn down and I hate him because he scarred my beautiful face. Sure. Time to kill him. It's it's weird. But, but yeah. yes, they have another little mini montage where they're both training in their own ways. Like Brackus is like hitting the gym and, you know, just getting swole. And uh, he is. Yep. And Billy's just or tell me, I keep saying Billy. <laughs> like, why do I keep saying that? But yeah, it's just like no uh, one's actually Billy. named Billy. Billy. <laughs> we just keep calling his brother Billy. Yeah, you've been fucking with me by saying <laughs> fucking like he's from Predator. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they let Tommy train. Yeah, I don't know. But he's just stretching. And also, like, you know, I wouldn't do anything because it's they're just going to report back like, hey, he's doing this move. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that's, <laughs> that's going to be kind of useless because there's a guard just st- standing by him the whole time. But he's he's basically just doing stretching and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then. It's it's next day. It's fight time. Yep. And Wayne Newton's in a full like oh god, gold, it's like in a gold lame yeah like suit. It's like a gold Nehru jacket. It's it's, it's kind of um, glorious. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have seen Eric Roberts, who is on his way there, mm-hmm. and he's in a white tux. Yep. And he stops in like the casino part. Cause, cause, well, he he sneaks in the back door. Yeah. Well, we, we've also seen like I don't think we mentioned the whole time. There's betting, of course, on the Coliseum sure, fights because yeah, it's course. Vegas. But like this is the point where it's like there's some dude like literally slides half a million dollars and puts it on brackets, and he's having this debate with somebody. Like, all right, you're you're gonna bet a half a million dollars. You're not gonna get to the window and be like, I don't know which one. Yeah. But yeah. you just carried all this cash. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and the he's just like, he's on like brackets. the safe money's on brackets. So yeah. half a million dollars on brackets, and it's just it's just kind of a <laughs> that girl's like the the. Uh, window girls like how much, how much is money this? is this <laughs> he goes half a million dollars she goes win money counter yeah. it's so weird it is yeah it's like but i only say you this should because be used to it's this. your job to take the money i only say this because it's like it's that was just all right there's a bunch of rich fucks here with way too much money and they'll have this weird bloodless because they cut to the bar and there's this brash like texan oil dude who's just like <laughs> he's coming this. he's coming up to like every lady like hi i just flew in from the big d <laughs> i guess he means dallas and yeah. he's like and he's like i'm here to watch the fights man it's gonna be the best <laughs> hey ladies i got a suite up here like you want to join me later no okay bye and then he's just like Hey, what? No, not you either. Because like it turns this other lady, and she's just like, mm, no, and just leaves. And he's like, "Hey, fellers, you look like you're from pretty far away too. Where are you from?" And it, and it just turns, and it's the it's the Korean dudes and yeah. the eye patch guy. And they're like, he's like, "Hey, where are you from?" And he's like, Houston. <laughs> and he's Houston. Like, Houston. Woo! Houston. All right. Come back here. Hey, lady. Yeah, and that's when Eric Roberts shows up. Is like, hey guys, you ready? Well. He he goes through oh, the back door. That's right. Because yeah. he's confronted by Kane Hodder, 
who for some reason threatens him with like a pen well i think he's got like the the, the pen for checking off people on the list well whatever he but, threatens him with this pen and eric roberts just takes this pen and jabs it through his hand into the door and kane otter's just like hey how <laughs> yeah and then just yoinks it out he's like you come back here so now mm-hmm. eric roberts is being chased through the casino yeah but and, he basically gets through to the bar area and yeah. is like meets up with them hey guys and he's like you ready and he's and you're like you ready because like you ready to mess up your fancy clothes and they're like yes what about you and he's like it's a rental here they come and of course like the security guys are in like the gold you know sports caster jackets of course you know and so like they all come out and adam and just they have a fight yeah, it's they, just, they, it's just, crazy they just keep throwing like groups of four dudes at these guys and they're just like, all right, one the eyepatch dude is going to take care of three of them and mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric Roberts will take care of the other guy. Yeah, one dude gets thrown off the balcony, like into this like lighted cocktail table that thing. That dude threw himself off the balcony. Okay, well, sure, yeah, <laughs> a guy goes from the balcony into like a lighted fancy cocktail yeah. table thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't get hit that hard. Sure. He just decided time to go out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this job anymore. Yeah. I've always wanted to try skydiving. Yes. <laughs> Here I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, inside, uh, it's the big. Yeah. yeah, they're getting like to the Coliseum and still more people are coming out. And like one last batch comes out at them. And uh, like Eric Roberts is like at the at the plea glass, you know, like, hey, hey, well, yeah, Tommy, can you hear me? So like the Brackus Tommy fight has started and they keep kind of cutting back and forth. They they keep cutting away from the Brackus Tommy fight to see what Eric Roberts is doing. And mm-hmm. that's a real momentum killer each time it happens, because yeah. it's like. I don't necessarily care about the henchmen of this place. I want to see how Tommy is going to defeat Brackus. Like, mm-hmm. these other four guys... Like, the only reason you should care about these four guys is because you think they should all enter the Coliseum and all five of them are going to murder Brackus at once. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's yeah. not what happens. Yeah, I mean, because... All right, because it's happening concurrently, Tommy has gotten a few hits on Brackus, but he's mostly getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in fact, like, at the he's time... He's holding his own. He's doing a hell of a lot better than Chris Penn Yeah, he's doing a lot better than anyone else we've seen fight him, but then again, we haven't seen that many people fight him. Yeah. But he's like, by the time Eric Roberts gets to the glass and, you know, is banging on it, like, you know, where he can't hear him. Yeah, he's and, just like, Tommy. Yeah. Like, what did... Do you, are you trying to get Tommy killed? Like, are you distract... What yeah, is it you're trying to do? Man. I don't know, but, like, he's already got him in, like, the, the death chokehold thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's about to, like, finish him. And Eric Roberts basically, like, ends up ca- uh, catching up with Patrick Kilpatrick, the henchman dude. Oh, God. And it's just like... You know, like, I have been waiting for this. And well, that dude says, the buck stops here, yeah. bucko. Yeah, <laughs> he does. And that's the last yeah. we see. Of, well, that's the last we hear of him, because yeah. next thing is, like, he's getting thrown through the glass. Yes. And that's what, like, distracts, like, uh, every, you know, Brackus and everyone's like, what the fuck? What's happening over there? Yeah. And Tommy's able to basically, like, I think he, I'm pretty sure he, like, sees Eric Roberts and is like. Eric Roberts comes into the ring and just stands there and says, Tommy. And Tommy's yeah. like. Oh yes, time for me to win this yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, you've given <laughs> me the strength. His friend was dead. You've yeah. given me the strength to dick punch him because that's basically what he does. <laughs> yes, he, finally he, he punches him in the dick. Because he's got him in the, the death chokehold thing, and he's just like, oh yeah, dick punch, and also <laughs> you know head kick, and uh-huh. now let's actually fight, and gets a few more hits in, and then I think like it's like stop the fight again because it's stick fight time, right? Or did no, the stick, the fight, stick fight had been happening. Yeah, the, okay. the stick fight had already happened. Right, it, but at this point, they just given up on the sticks. Yeah, and yeah, but but God. They have two showgirls like there's like trumpets or something and they both look over and there's two showgirls standing there with the sticks and they basically stop the fight Mm -hmm. and wait for the showgirls to present them Mm -hmm. with the sticks and then they fight and these sticks are metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they've added this digital sparking whenever the sticks hit each other. Love it. It's real good. Yeah. Might not even be digital. I think it was. I think it was a rotoscope. 
Yeah. Bullshit. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. There were some digital film. It looked pretty nice. Effects credited. I mean, it was it's fun. Not that hard to do. No, to it a... looks fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that's cool. They fought with sticks, but eventually they're just like, ah, fuck the, fuck the sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, Tommy basically beats Brackus down and is just basically like, I win. And then it turn it turns into the crowd is just like, kill him. Yeah. And kill he, him. And he tells him, stay down and you live. Yeah. And Brackus violently throws himself down yeah. for half a second, like, all right, fine. Rah. Um, but that doesn't last very long. No, because, yeah. yeah, Tommy does the, like, all right, fine. You, I guess you get to live for no reason. Right. And then start to walk, walk he, towards Eric Roberts. Yeah, he turns to Eric Roberts and is just like, oh, dude. And Brackus pops up behind him like fucking Jason. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eric Roberts is like, Tommy. And, uh, like, in one move, just murders Brackus. He just swings yeah, around. He, he basically does the thing where he's got his... Brackus's head pinned mm-hmm. over his shoulder, like the back of his head is on his shoulder. Yeah. And he's got him in a chokehold. And then, yeah. And then just snaps it. And he's holding him for a second. And then, I don't does he have the flashback to, you know, like his brother getting killed no. and all that? Th- th- or this just... is all like one fluid motion. Okay. It's just like, oh, he's coming at me? Well, fuck that guy forever. Yep. And <laughs> Which he, he does. He murders him. Brackus yep. is dead. <laughs> snaps his neck. Yep. And, and we should mention, like, there's a bit of scene, a shot, because Wayne Newton always, like, when he's done doing his announcing, like, has a ringside seat mm-hmm. and, like, a, a weird headset thing. I don't know who he's communicating to. Sometimes he has two headsets. I don't on. know if he's, like, <laughs> still calling the fight, you know? Like, I don't know if it's, like, he's, he's talking to the control room and his goons. Sure. Because they're but, the ones who alert him like, that like, Eric Roberts is coming. Yeah. When, like, when Brackus kind of starts to lose, he kind of, like, gets up and you think he's going to do the weasel, like, sneak away thing. Right. But no, he's, like, just going down to the ring to, like, basically, like, hey, our new winner and owner of the of the Coliseum, it's, it's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. Why don't you say something, Tommy? And they're just trying to leave. And, and, he, and Eric Wayne Roberts, New- yeah. Wayne, well, Wayne Newton's like, come on, play say, along, say, say something. something. And Eric Roberts is like, yeah, go ahead, say something. And he just gets to the mic and he's like, the Coliseum is closed. <laughs> And Eric Roberts just flings the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and we get the, like, the good drop, like, pew, mm-hmm. just, you know, sound as it hits the ground. And they walk through the gate, which slams shut. No, no. Like, they're walking out, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, this is $20 million a year. And Eric Roberts <laughs> just right. does, like, the whoo, backhand yep. to, to Wayne Newton. Yes. And yeah, Eric Roberts got and, to hit somebody. And they, they, you know, they do, like, set up some sort of sequel thing. He's like, you'll be back, or something like that. And it's like, and then they shut the gate and sort of black. high five and the credits, basically, yep. you know. Oh, yeah. It's almost credits like as soon as he says the Coliseum is closed. Yeah. Because yeah. Eric Roberts then elbows him. And I mean, then, I'm pretty sure it's like the gate coming up slamming yeah. is what slams you into credits. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Wayne Newton is yelling, you'll be we'll be back. And he mm-hmm. says, don't bet on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's a movie. Smashed the credits. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, the music. This is like an episode of Matlock. <laughs> the music is just trash. It's it's very Dookie Hauser-esque. It's a yeah. lone trumpet. Well, it's like Sound. synthesizer trumpet. Yeah, yeah. It, but that's what it, it's not very trumpet. Like the first movie had, had a bunch that, of just like. Well, the first movie had that one theme that kept coming yeah. up, if I remember right. Yes. Yeah. And this doesn't have that. There's a bunch of songs credited at the end. I don't remember. I think any. they're all songs that just when someone walked into the dance club, maybe that's a song you heard. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate because there's one cut to the dance club that it's a techno song sounding that that sounds an awful lot like the Mortal Kombat yeah. music like it's kind of <laughs> yeah it just never gets there <laughs> that's kind of what all dance music I, sounded like I know but the there was like a specific 90s. thing that yeah. was like it yeah. was so close to Mortal Kombat you, you could shout Mortal Kombat to almost all those yeah. songs right. uh, yes <laughs> and I do as you should <laughs> yeah but you're right the music in this is lousy yeah if that's your bar for a movie it's it's not good in that regard no 
But sorry, Jens. I will go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and rate this. Okay. Um, I may be alone in this. I may be alone in the lonest. But uh, <laughs> this is so much better than the first one to me. I fucking love this movie, Five Jocks. All right. I knew yeah. he was going to say that. I, this is my kind of shit right here. Exactly. You're not alone. Yeah. That's where I'm at. This is exactly my kind of shit. This, yep. The blood sport, kickboxer, like ring of death thing. And it's fucking great. Like I, I kind of knew I was going to love this movie the second I saw the Coliseum set. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that is fucking rad. And I can't believe they built that for this. Hmm. Like this movie, the... the even though I think this movie's great, it's like I don't, I don't even like recall like best of the best. The first one was like never like listed in things like you know people didn't talk about it like they did Kickboxer and Bloodsport and all these like right. it was just kind of like a yeah that's a kind of a mild video hit you know mm-hmm. not like oh my god Kickboxer I've seen it a billion times right. you know like this is just like one of those other things and it's like for the fucking sequel to that to have this set and Wayne Newton all this craziness it's like it's it's nuts to me and i <laughs> this is better in every conceivable way than the first one to me okay yeah. i like the first one just this is amazing it's a weird place to take the sequel yeah for sure but yeah it's like Karate Kid 2 i mean kind of yeah. it's like you know first was just a straight up like here's the rules of competition and it's like no this is life or death shit yeah that yeah. dude's crazy and he wants you to die yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I love that the villain's motivation is basically like, uh, they gave me a small scar yes. on my cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I must ruin his life and kill his family and, you know. Yep. I want his family dead. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think what I like, like, you know, like the dude getting his arm just shattered and, oh, and so the good. one dude getting shot in the foot, just like, mm-hmm. there's just like guys... And Billy's hand, half his hand going away. Yeah. Too. yeah. And the boxer getting Billy his knee now, fucking Now I'm doing wrecked. it now. Sonny Landham. Billy. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> James. The man has a name, John. James. Jimmy. It's James. Jimmy. Where's, who's Jimmy? It's James. <laughs> Jimmy Landham. No, it's James. They say James. They don't say Jimmy. But there, there's just all the dumb stuff we want. And then the, uh, some of the dumb stuff, like we complain about it, but it's still kind of hilarious, like just dragging his son around to all of these things. <laughs> And it's like, no, put him in foster care and like save his Meg own foster life. Care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. That down. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But Wait, it's episode time. This is, it's a lot of fun. It, it. Yeah. And like I said, like. If underground death club fight fighting existed, this is exactly what I want it to look like. Yeah. I want it to have like an elaborate set with a fucking pit and smoke machines and fire and just like basically, girls, prof- basically professional Newton. wrestling uh-huh. except they kill each other. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what it is. Because I mean the way he the way Brockus enters the ring before he fights Tommy is just like, holy fuck, dude. This yeah. guy just needs like somebody playing fucking Dr. Feelgood over the thing and just him like walking <laughs> around the ring getting everyone hyped. Well Tommy Lee is in this. So. Yeah, there oh, you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's great five jocks yeah i wish the kids karate thing had paid off like the the breaking the brick yeah. that really needed to pay off other than that though i don't think there's much wrong with this movie it's like i love blood sport i love these type of underground fighting ring movies and this is a good one. Like, it does things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. as in it goes places, it you know. Does, yes. um, I I think I have to agree. I think this is a is a is a fiver, a five joxer, if you will. Mm-hmm. Cinco joxo. <laughs> yes. Happy 
fifth of Jock's lie <laughs> to you. God. Uh, I'm I'm not going to break the party and, and give it anything less. It, it's a five jocks movie. And I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly why it's a five jocks movie. Um, As if us three didn't say it. Well, I, I, so, I mean, I have a couple of problems with it. One being the music. The music is the least inspiring stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I barely noticed that it sucked. That was yeah. until until I I think it was like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Somebody said something about the yeah. music. I was like, oh, yeah, it does suck. Huh. Yeah. Okay. This needed the, the music needed to be better. The the finale of whatever the fuck Eric Roberts thought he was going to do by entering the ring and then just fucking standing there is like I don't know if I would have been happy if he'd suddenly joined in and they both beat Brackus down, but him just standing there didn't seem to be the thing to do either. It just this movie doesn't know what to do with Eric Roberts. It's so strange. Um That's that's life. I yeah, but life like Eric Roberts is just like I'm gonna act the shit out of everything I'm in every scene it doesn't matter like you know if i'm the focus of the scene or not i'm gonna act the shit out of it that's fine Mm -hmm. but the thing that i think makes me i was sitting probably at a four the whole time but the thing that i keep thinking about that makes me love this movie is when the underground fight club shutters all the windows and turns off the video feed and literally turns into a murder club also flips on like a a fireplace flame around the outside too yeah like flames surround the, the ring and it's just like man fuck all these people it's the worst but also it's the coolest so five jocks i'm realizing a couple things i i, I said it parallels one of my favorite things like i know to so many people it would be sacrilege to say karate kid 2 is better than karate kid part one mm. that, it, it's higher stakes it's fucking great mm. yeah i don't get me wrong i fucking love karate kid i'm just saying karate kid 2 is better mm. it's a better movie it's one of the rare ones also all right this also kind of like in, in a weird sort of way this is also big trouble in little china and i don't mean that because i mean like because it's our, a million different things no i mean like our main star is kind of fucking worthless yeah like the guy you're like hey it's eric roberts and it's like yeah but at yeah, least kurt russell at the but, end fucking takes care of business <laughs> does he well, yes he does <laughs> i'm just saying like your main guy is the secondary guy i know like the know. guy who's actually good at shit yeah eric I just roberts think- gets a couple lucky shots in and does punch wayne newton but like otherwise it's like <laughs> I just think it's weird because like he he was very capable in the first movie. And sure. I understand like you train for a while and then four years pass and you don't do any karate movies. So why would you retain it? Well, he did um, also like fuck up his arm, too. Right. Like or whatever. Have his arm. Fuck sure. Her shoulder. His shoulder. He, shoulder. Popped his yeah. shoulder out. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Because boy, he was crying at the end of that movie. Yeah, like Dracula 3000. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Anyway, it's great. It is. Let's take a break of the break, shall we? Welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Half number two. It is. So is. Um, I guess I saw a new thing. Let's uh, see. Okay, so as I as I said in the last episode, I was complaining about the theater experience, and then I was like, ah, shit, I need to see the Spider Man's, and I know there's Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. So this was my mm-hmm. plan. After I did all that bitching and whining about how terrible people are in the theater, especially this town. I was like, you know what? I want to see the Spider-Mans. So, 4th of July day, there was an 8.55 a.m. showing. And I was like, shitheads shouldn't get up that early. 
I'm going to do that. Were you right? I, okay. Logic is sound. I was right. It was a nice showing. It was Everyone was pleasant. too tired to be shithead. I mean, it was it was weird that like people still came in with giant tubs of popcorn and nachos <laughs> and candy, and I was like, "It's nine o'clock in the morning, you motherfuckers! What the hell?" It's like, the movie theater. That's what you do. You don't. Yeah. You get nachos. You don't break tradition. Have you ever had nachos at nine thirty in the morning? No, no. movie it's theater nachos. Fucking glorious. Nah. Okay. Live your best life. Have nachos whenever you Some want. Like waffle sticks or popcorn for breakfast. <laughs> waffle sticks. <laughs> oh yeah, man. They should have breakfast foods. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I would totally get breakfast foods yeah. and fucking bring your own breakfast foods. It's nine o'clock in the morning. Who cares? You know what they need is like movie theater version of those um isn't it is it Burger King has those like French toast yeah. sticks? Yeah, French toast dippers. Yeah. yeah. Those would be pretty good. Sonic has it too. You could just go bring like I said, bring your own. Nobody cares at that time True. of the day. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's Spider Man. Okay. No, yeah. no. Uh, I, I mean, I'm the only one that's seen it, so I mean, I, I have to be ultra vague. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it, and I'm just going to open the floor up for questions. Does anybody have a question that they would like answered that will be you? You determine your own level of spoilers. What were your feelings on Homecoming? I, I loved Homecoming. Like, all right. So I recently revisited because I. I don't think I... I may have said this. I might not have said this. I, I basically rewatched all of the MCU movies, except I skipped Guardians of the Galaxy, not because I don't like them, You've but seen I've, them the most. I've seen them. I've seen them more times, and they're so divorced from everything else. Right. Like, they're not... They don't... They're part of it, but they're not. <laughs> you know? Like, I... It's mm-hmm. so like, I know what happens in those. I, I just... I'm trying to get... I want to see Captain Marvel and Homecoming and Infinity War over again, because those are the ones I haven't seen the most. So, I... I honestly had for some reason talked myself out of like like that I I thought I just liked Homecoming because we'd had not great Spider-Mans for a long time mm-hmm. and and I was like yeah I think maybe because I saw Spider-Verse I was like I think maybe Homecoming's not going to be as good as I remember no Homecoming's great mm-hmm. it's it's wonderful mm-hmm. it's delightful it's um, weird. A lot of people don't like it. Well, they're wrong. I, I know. It's cool. That's, don't I don't understand that. Yeah. It's cool to be wrong, guys. I guess. Homecoming's um, great. Yeah. But no, I mean, it, it, the only thing there, there's there's I have one nitpick about Homecoming and it's it, it's so annoying because I feel like if you got it, you got it. It's sort of like, all right, why would buy like the t-shirt I'm wearing right now? It's like it's a thing and if you get it, you get it. I don't need it to be like this right. on the bottom. You're like, I hate t-shirts. It's like, yes, here's a symbol from a thing. And then it's like, like, like Star Trek symbol. And it says Star Trek. It's right. Like, if you don't know what the fucking Star Trek symbol is, you don't have to put it on the goddamn shirt. Exactly. So the only thing I have a nitpick about homecoming is like when he's running across trying to catch up with things. And then it's like the kids are watching Ferris Bueller and it's like, I fucking knew that's what they were doing. You don't have to then put the movie in the movie. You'd be oh. like, hey, dumb kids. If you didn't realize he's doing you know, this is a lot of 80s movies, montages and tropes mm. and stuff. I actually reacted the totally opposite way to that scene because really? it felt like the movie was just ripping it off. Like just to but there not just, there had been so many like it just didn't John feel like Houston. a reference. It just felt like a haha. We're doing and it was just like, I, I guess it, it, them pointing it out was more like, look, we're doing we're, we're I, not just stealing that word i know but there's just been so many john hughes-esque things before that i was like the whole movie's full of that and why why specifically like probably one of the most famous scenes in ferris bueller you have to be like yeah <laughs> tip the hand guys mm-hmm. you know like right. anyway but no i loved homecoming um so far from home yeah so with that in mind mm-hmm. how does it how how would you compare the two far from home is vastly different like they they weren't obviously they they couldn't keep that going because it's a whole different world in the marvel universe now so Mm -hmm. you couldn't do that light fluffy 
John Hughes thing anymore. It's it's got to be a serious. good fun time. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, now that that being said, um, I I will say that the opening scene. Uh, well, all right. So there's cold open, and then the opening scene of the movie proper might sort of rub you the wrong way at first because it's if if you were impacted by anything in Endgame, it feels like they're kind of like hey, you fucking lamos for feeling anything. But then it it the mo- the whole movie spends the rest of the time redeeming it, and it ends up being an okay joke, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Like yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is like the movie. I'm not saying that the movie is super grim. It is just it rides the nice line of like man, some serious shit happened in the MCU. We've got to deal with it. Also, we're here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So it, it it I I feel like it's a it's a beautiful coda to end games seriousness. It's just like they're still kids. They're still going to want to have a good time. It's just some things have happened. Okay. So it, it just rides right. that line very nicely. Cool. Does Spider-Man work outside of New York City? Because yeah. Spider-Man is a character that I feel needs to be in New York City. It, I feel like it works in the, in the, in the, for the purposes of the movie, I feel like it works. I mean, he's, they do a lot of good things that like, I feel like the the writing kind of went out of its way to be like, here's some things that you might think, and we're gonna address that ahead of time, just right out the off the out of the out the gate. Like everyone going, oh hey, look, Peter Parker's also here, and so is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they, I mean, they specifically like mention DC and like how oh, that was weird. The Spider Man's here. And, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, Columbia. he's like, if I do this again, like, <laughs> like yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's it's good. It's funny, and um, how are the, the Spidey suits? They're they're cool. There's 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 really good stuff, new good things, and um, a couple of really good jokes that I will not even begin to get close to. All right. Um, and I will say that the um, the 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 two mid and post credit things have people talking a lot, so avoid that like figure out a way to filter i have yeah. managed to find well, that. i'm just trying i'm just saying because like it's it's one of those things like it it shakes a lot of shit up and you need to like careful because it's one of those like i'm i know i've invited it upon myself but like i it, i'm getting thrown shit and i don't want to be you know like, <laughs> I, even though like i know it and i've seen it, i'm like wow just like fucking cool it for a second guys yeah mm. yeah that's i've what as far as like speculation goes? Or? Oh yeah, just there's 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 things that are that are uh, like there's things that are surprising. There are things that like oh, what does this mean? What is this? Where is this going to go? What does this do? It's like there's there's massive things happening and implications in the and they're not just neither one of them is like a haha kind of moment. Mm-hmm. It's like it, they're both like wait is it what big MCU stuff or big Spider Man stuff? Both. Okay, that's all I need to know. Thank you. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, well, I, if you don't want me to say anything more, I will shut my yap. Shut your yap. How's Mysterio? <laughs> they do him right? Yes. Okay. Good. Absolutely. People were worried and, you about know, that. Like, okay, here's the thing. This is not. I think that would have been the first complaint. Fishbowl had, Mysterio you know, is awesome. Yeah. They're, 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 here's, I, I have a thing to say that's kind of weird. Um, I've, I'm realizing I've not seen that many throughout his whole career. I've not seen that many Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Like, I've seen, a weird some, filmography. I've seen some, and I've and I've missed some that I totally should have seen. Mm-hmm. 
Like I've never seen Nightcrawler. You and things. Seen yeah, Nightcrawler. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and prisoners and all these things I like, you know are like really good. Yeah. And I haven't seen them. Yeah. Um man, he is just he is like a bundle of charisma and I never pegged that about him. Like I I seem to remember uh, you know, early days, Donnie Darko days, things like those kind of days where I was just like, ah, what's with this like mopey dude? Like, you know, like I don't know if I like like he reminded me like early on he reminded me of like um Dean, what's that guy? Dean, who's the guy who was in Valerian? The fucking who like always looks like he was Dean DeHundy. Yeah, Dean DeHaan. Thank you. Like he in the early days, I was like, he reminded me of that. Where it's just like, dude, you always look like you're stoned or drugged out, and like, which is kind of funny because he was in the other Spider Mans. But yeah, um, yeah. At first, I'm just saying, and early on, it's like, holy shit, he has charisma out the wazoo in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, no, the Mysterio's done really well. I'm going to give you a highly underrated Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, yeah? Bubble Boy. (laughs) I've seen Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy is strangely good. I know. It shouldn't be. It it should be fucking stupid, but it's really good. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Just putting it out there. I know. I know. People should see Bubble Boy. (laughs) Doesn't that have Heather Graham in it, too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like. How did you? That must have just been like a killer script where they were like, "Yeah, we can make this work." <laughs> yeah, because they somehow do. Yeah. No, you should see Far From Home as soon as you can. Yeah, that's. I I need to. I will see it tomorrow. Oh, lucky! So I should take a sick day and see it tomorrow. If I can make it less than twenty four hours from the recording of this podcast mm-hmm. without being spoiled, I will not have to destroy the earth. I believe you can do it. I just have to stay off Twitter, I think. Okay. Twitter is a minefield. And yeah. Facebook is relatively okay right now about spoilery things. Like, I haven't seen anything about uh, Stranger Things Season 3 or Spinnerin. Mm-hmm. I, strangely, I've, I've learned that, like, the number one place I have to stay away from is I, I, I generally, day-to-day, love Google News. Like, I like being able to say, like, yeah. I don't want these sources. I, you know, hide this topic. It, it's gotten worse about, like, you know, I used to be able to just say, like, you know what? Right now, don't show me sports, period. Yeah. Don't give a shit. But, like, you can no longer just hide whole topics, you know, yeah. you know, part and parcel. But it's like, I, you know, luckily, I've got, I generally just keep that tab closed if I know a big movie's coming because someone will just have a fucking spoiler bomb headline Mm -hmm. we need to talk about this in this it's like fuck you yeah i have blocked so many sites like that was mysterio killing aunt may the right decision (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. was it was it weird that aunt may turned out to be mysterio the whole time that is mysterious wow yeah (laughs) Yeah. by the way it was not heather graham was it sarah polly nope oh wait what? Who's in Bubble Boy? Marley Shelton? Oh, okay. Oh, I know her. All right. Yeah, she's like the she's the third tier Heather Graham. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, Sorry, like, Marley. Like I'm, saying, I'm just saying it goes it goes Heather Graham, Sarah Polly, because it's like you know you can make that mistake. And yeah, then, yeah, sure. Marley Shelton. Yeah. Mm. This other Sarah or Heather Graham esque person. Okay. Right. So. So Chuck. Yes. You watched some shit. I did. I watched some shit. What'd uh, you watch? What'd you I, watch, buddy? I spent the Fourth of July watching the third season of Stranger Things. Yeah. Neat. How is it? Uh, it is excellent. It is an excellent season of television. I agree. Um, I've also seen it. So I was not a fan of the second season. I it, it's watchable, but I was <laughs> it. 
I, I think I talked about this before. The second season very much felt like we did not expect there to be a second season of this, but Netflix backed up a truck of money to our house, so we have to come up with something. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like spinning their wheels trying to come up with something and see what stuck. Now, there's a recap of season two at the beginning of season three that makes you think, holy shit, season two was awesome. But trust me, it's not. It's can, just, the, can I ask a question? Did you recently rewatch season two? or, or No, just, I watched it when it on. came out and then... I'm trying to remember, did they at any point ever give some sort of redemption to the mulleted asshole brother guy, the older brother, the redhead's older brother? I I'm fucking, not, I fucking I, hated that guy okay. from the second he stepped on the screen. There's literally no way I'm going to answer that. I just, no, no, I don't mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, in season two, I honestly don't remember, like, did he ever, like, start to come around in season two? Because I just remember, like, every time he was on screen, I was like, fucking die. In season two, you, you learn why he's such a piece of shit. Okay. You were given backstory enough to go, yeah, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, early on, I hated Steve yes. so much. Mm-hmm. Everyone did. Yeah. But then by the end, you're like, yeah, Steve. And Steve is the best. Yeah. Steve is well, fucking Well, Steve awesome. is second best. That Yes. Robin is the best. Yes, you're right. Robin is the best. Who's Robin? Uh, Robin's new, a new, new character. character. New character. Uh, she is Uma Thurman's daughter. Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she is adorable and hilarious yeah here's here's the thing about stranger things season three there's there's a good chunk of dumb in it there is some real just like you didn't even bother to try to figure out how that was going to happen you just jumped from point a to point c and just said trust us point b happened Um, yeah it puts a lot of i i haven't heard a lot of reaction from other people about it like this is the most i've heard Mm -hmm. or seen discussed about it i watched it I was going to, I was getting ready to go to bed Saturday night. Nope. And I was like, <laughs> let me just catch the first episode of Stranger Things, see if it's, see if I'm into it. Yeah. And um, then I'll watch the rest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to bed. Yeah. I started at like 2 a.m. and watched the entirety of Stranger Things. I think I went to sleep about 8 a.m. Yeah. The season eight, is nine compelling as shit. Yeah. Like it really, Everything that's happening is super interesting yeah. and relevant and but but the thing about it is that like the Stranger Thingsness of it, especially in the third season, like it's relevant and important, but it's also I feel like that show just works because of the characters and moments that they have. This season is a vehicle for the characters yes. as opposed to, you know, being a vehicle for a story. Yeah. Like whatever the big bad is, I still don't even understand what the big bad is, like what its motivation is or what it's doing or what they explain it away so fast in a bunch of things where it's just like, oh, it wants to do that to that. OK, whatever. I don't care. Just run. <laughs> just get away from it. That's that's all you can do. Like, I don't I don't understand the motivation of the the evil thing at this all. This is the Glengarry Glen Ross of Stranger <laughs> Things seasons. Yeah. But man, always be running. Yeah. Yes. It's. It's it's almost like four really compelling movies because like it feels like the episodes pair off very well. Yeah. Um it's just it's it's really good and it's worth powering through the second season to get to this. It, this is a great season of television. Should I watch the first season again? No. Cuz it's been since it came out that I watched I, it. I've watched each season one time and there's a lot of what's that guy's name? I don't remember who that guy is. Mm-hmm. 
by the end, you're kind of like, oh, right, that happened, and then that's why he's like that. And that's... Have you watched season two? I've already forgotten. No. Um, I have not seen season two yet. You should watch season two. Season two will eventually remind you of season one, and then... I feel like season two came out right around when I started my new job, and I was oh. like, well, never going to be able to watch that. Right. Yeah, and then never did, and now it's season three already. Season two had a lot of filler. Season three is streamlined as shit, like almost to the point where I was not ready for it to be done. Like, you're not finished telling the story. Um mm-hmm. In a good way. Yeah, yes. Okay. Like, they have a lot more to tell, and they're gonna, they're obviously going to do one more season. Right. But, um, the, the, the one thing that I can say, and this is, this is specific but not a spoiler, is the nature of the fight scenes in this show. Like, whenever there's violence happening to a human being, it is some of the most violent, loud, visceral impact I think I've seen in something in a very long time to where... I was convinced that certain characters had been paralyzed after a fight scene or two. Like there's there's yeah. one beat down one character gets early on where I was like where this this person just gets beaten the kidney like a dozen times like with just mega force and yeah mega force very Bostwick. Uh <laughs> and it's like he's never going to be able to walk again. Like he's done and then he's fine, but it, it's it's weird. The violence in the show is so impactful, but then it doesn't stick. It, that's strange. Uh, except by the end, everyone is just a bloody mess. <laughs> True. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you fell off maybe from season two, you should watch season three. It is terrific TV. And okay. for everyone out there complaining that that things everything sucks and nothing is good, eight episodes of Stranger Things is pretty Real fucking good. good. Um. It is also chock full, like, season one, there was a lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Season two, it felt like they cranked it up from a three to an eight. Season three <laughs> is cranked up to 11, yeah. but I feel like it's played, like, it's tongue-in-cheek. Like, they, there's, there's specifically one scene that I've seen people complaining about. The one thing that I've seen people talking about mm-hmm. is one particular scene where they just... It's almost like a commercial in the middle of an episode. Yep. And it is homage and parody and satire all wrapped into one scene. Mm-hmm. And some people I have seen complain about it, but I think it's actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. Um, because that's exactly what would have happened during uh during the eighties or during an eighties, you know, yes. show or during uh a modern podcast. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. It's real good. So was is it I know I believe the first season it was Duffer Brothers like wrote and directed every episode. Mm-hmm. Same thing here? No. Okay. They they become like the oh shit, they wrote and directed this one. Shit's going to get real. So it's kind of like the George R R Martin kind uh, of yeah. Game of Thrones episodes you're like, "Oh fuck." I think here we specifically go. they wrote and directed the first two and the last two. Okay. I think that's accurate. And they probably filmed them in, in pairs. That's how I those mean, shows work. Game of Thrones is more like David Nutter directed this episode. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it eventually became that, yeah. Well, I just but... he Red Wedding, all of those ones were his. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that they, they seem to have a grasp back on what this thing is now. So the characters are all going in interesting directions. It's got a fucking hell of an ending. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's great. Well, good. Totally watch it. 
It's it, I will. Netflix has redeemed itself by putting out some quality content again, oh, okay. <laughs> instead of some middling to good thing where you go, you can watch that. I guess. I mean, this is this is something you should definitely watch. Have you watched Glow yet? No, I, yeah, I've seen the first season. You can't say that. Yeah. Glow's well, fucking good. I know. I <laughs> I watched the first season and I loved oh, it, but cool. then like the second season came out amidst like eight million other things on Netflix. I mean, and, second season's I think better. It's a better season. Okay, it's good. Okay. Mm. Um, and then real quick. Rapid Fire, I watched like three movies. I, I was just in the mood to watch movies that I probably should have seen, and I saw them. Okay. Uh, so I watched uh, 21 Jump Street for the first time. Okay. That movie is fucking great. It's pretty um, good. Mm-hmm. It is It is really, really, really solid um, in a surprising way. Like, I was surprised how smart it was for mm-hmm. what it was doing. I, I never thought it was going to be anything but, but still, you kind of you just kind of get that feeling like, well, maybe it's not going to be the thing that I think it's going to be, but no, it's, it's really smart and really good. Um, and then of course, immediately I watched 22 jump street, which I probably shouldn't have done immediately afterward. Um, because that movie's not as good. It's still pretty good. I it's think, still think, pretty good, but I, th- I think it's better. <laughs> I, see, I don't because like the main thing about that movie for me is that they do the thing like they did in the first one where, um, they lay out exactly what the movie is going to be when they're getting their assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Offerman just basically tells them, you know, it's like, well, you know, we're doing it again and here's what's going to happen to you two and blah, blah, blah. And for me, I was like, OK, you're pointing that out. That means this movie's not going to do that. And instead, what it did was exactly the thing that Nick Offerman said they were going to do. And that was a little disappointing because that was basically doing the exact same thing every sequel does. And they didn't put enough spin on it for me to go, oh, OK, this it, it, they just did the same thing. I guess I would say I think 21 Jump Street is a better movie overall. 22 Jump Street has funnier shit in it. See, I don't know about that either. Uh, the I the fucked his daughter thing is the one of the funniest goddamn yes. things ever. Oh, yeah. That and I mean, <laughs> my name is Yeah. <laughs> Which one has the college visit? That's the second that's, one. That's the second, second one. one. Yeah. 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 The, the with Ice Cube. That's mm-hmm. that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's 22 has funnier shit oh yeah when Channing Tatum just does like this victory lap around yeah. the, the precinct oh, just laughing his ass shit. off <laughs> and yes yeah. and then I love that <laughs> Ice Cube is has an Ice Cube for an office yes yeah. <laughs> but he actually says to Ice Cube he's like why didn't you tell me she went there it seems like that would have been highly relevant information <laughs> and something to avoid because Ice Cube just takes this frame on his desk and turns it around and slams it down and that's what Channing Tatum is just like oh shit <laughs> so anyway they're both great i just yeah. think the first one is slightly better than the second one and maybe i shouldn't have watched them back to back because that that is like three and a half hours of too much mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um so then the other movie i watched was the lego ninjago movie oh sure. what which yeah 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 what why why is that one of those things you thought you had to see well because it's part of the, i mean it's it's not it's not like some cheap direct-to-video knockoff thing. It was part of the whole Lego movie brand. Part of the Lego cinematic universe. Exactly. Hmm. The um, LCU, if you yes. will. Um, and it's mostly fine. Like, Dave Franco's the lead in it, and he's fine. And Justin Throw is the bad guy, and he's really good. Uh, I don't... I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know what a Ninjago is. It's, it, they, it's a Ninjago <laughs> and Jane. Ninjago. 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 It's it's a weird brand of Legos. Uh, it, it, They're it, more articulated. Yeah. It's Lego, but ninja. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. What he said. All right. Um, 
So this one is more focused. It's more focused on that brand. It's not like the bring in all the things that you know stuff. So it's it's mainly focused on whatever storyline they've created for mm-hmm. those toys. Okay. So it's mostly fine, and there are some good jokes in it, but I just don't give a shit about that brand whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, I, I don't either, but it's just the look of it and everything about it just doesn't appeal to me. Mm. Uh, but it has the same Lego movie jerkiness and, and mm-hmm. style of humor and all that stuff. And there's, a, man, there is one montage of jokes in that movie that just fucking kills. Absolutely kills. Like, the most of the humor in it is pretty good, but there is just one bit that they do late in the film, and it is fucking gold. It is so good. Like, whoever came up with that one little montage they did is really good. Sort of, um, sort of like the one joke in part two of the regular Lego movies? Yes. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, so it's joke, just like, oh, that, someone came along and just fucking nailed it. Yeah. Um, that joke's a, yeah. an atomic bomb. Yeah. But I mean, like Jackie Chan's in it and Olivia Munn. There's just a bunch mm. of people that you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, I like these people. Half right. the cast of Silicon Valley is in it for some reason. Um, Maybe they really like Ninjago's. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. It's fine. It, it's totally fine. Okay. So. All right. Though. There you go. All right. Um, breaking news. <laughs> Rip Torn passed away. Oh, no. It's kind of a bummer. Damn. Star of Slaughter. <laughs> I am ripped and torn inside. Oh, how old was he? Uh, 69. Old. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. He was older than that. Oh, he was much older. Than yeah, he was there was older. somebody who died at sixty nine lately, like within the last week. I can't remember who it was. I was like, nice. Don't I was say, about to say, don't s- say somebody don't who say that. he was eighty eight. Damn, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys want some emails? Yeah, maybe even a voicemail. All right, first one up we got is from Kent, who titles his email "Video Storage Interfaces." It says, "Dear Banffcast." In the past, you have discussed transferring your movies to a digital format and storing them that way. I'm looking to move in that direction, but I need some advice on the software slash hardware that you prefer. Are there programs that are as user-friendly as a service like Netflix or Amazon for making your own movies easy to find slash organize? Any help you can provide in the matter will be greatly appreciated. Crash and burn. Kent. There's only one answer to this. Plex. Yeah, I mean, Plex is the answer if you're going to be ripping your own stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, it's like, that is a colossal undertaking because even with like handbrake and all these modern things for ripping your DVD, it's still practically it still sucks. Well, it's still practically like a one to one time ratio. So if it's a yeah. two hour movie, it's going to take two hours to rip it and encode it. So it's like, you know, we haven't, we haven't figured out the, like we did with CDs where it was like, there's a 48 X ripper. I can rip this whole CD in two minutes. Well, DVDs have gotten better. I can, I can rip a sure. d- DVD in about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, Blu-rays are the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the thing is what I, what I was getting at is like, if you really want to go that route with movies anywhere and everything, you're almost better off like, well, wait, with ultraviolet going away, are they taking that disc, the digital thing with them? No, was that, was that, was that was a voodoo thing. That was a voodoo, voodoo thing. Still yeah, that. and voodoo's tied to movies anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that may be a better way to go is just get into a proper digital copy realm. Yeah. Because, I mean, not everything's going to be available in that, but it's super cheap to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, voodoo will let you scan the barcode on a lot of them, yeah. and that will transfer to voodoo for like a buck, yeah. isn't it? I want to say, or did they go up? It's it's like a buck for a Blu-ray, but like five for a DVD to go to HD. Yeah, to go from standard def to HD, oh, okay. it's five bucks. It's two dollars yeah. to to just to convert go. a Blu-ray. Yeah, um, I'm just saying that may you're going to probably end up saving a lot of time, but then you're in an ecosystem that could. I mean, movies anywhere is supposed to 
make it so uh, Fudu goes away one day, like iTunes, Google, whatever is like, I got it. You yeah, know. you just have to be careful. Paramount and Lionsgate yeah. do not transfer to the other services. So if you're like, I only go through Amazon to watch my movies, then you're not going to get, they're not going to transfer that way. Yeah. yeah. But if, yeah, if you're ripping your own stuff, a Plex server is the way to go. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Go to Plex.tv. There's a, a ridiculous amount of tutorials and, and mm-hmm. just yeah. videos showing off and the service. And you don't need the whole membership thing. Yeah, no, it's free. The membership you, you... thing is basically if you want to share with other people, like, you know, we have a Banffcast library that we can mm-hmm. access, you mm-hmm. know, from yeah. each other. And also watching your own shit on the go. I mean, so you can do a thing where you can, like, create an offline copy in the free version. Yeah. But if, like, you just straight up want to stream from your own stuff, that's it's, it's basically any sort of remote access, you know, you or your friends or whatever. Yeah. That, that's where the membership comes in. I mean, I, as someone who chased this dream for the longest time and bought like every stupid box, the boxy mm-hmm. box and all these goddamn dumb things that came out yep. and then were just abandoned six months later to try to manage a digital library that I wanted to have. Uh, I don't think I had Plex for more than a week or two before I bought a lifetime subscription. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just like, this is it. This is the thing. I, I waited only because I was like, I feel like this is going to get pulled at any second. Yeah. And when it was like, oh, now it's on Vizio TVs and stuff, I was like, fuck, yeah. give me a lifetime. Yeah, now it's on Apple TV. Yeah, it's everywhere. I, I'm waiting for one of those email deals on the lifetime subscription because yeah. they so. send them to me every once in a while mm-hmm. where it's like, here's your special deal on a lifetime membership. And that's when I'll pull the trigger. But... You get one. It's real good. Yeah. I forget what movie it was, but the first time that I like used the full power of Plex, mm-hmm. I was at a friend's house and we wanted to watch something. I was like, I think I think Harlow has it on his Plex. Mm-hmm. Let me check. And I pulled it up on my phone, on the app, and then casted it to his TV. Mm-hmm. And we watched the entirety of some movie. It was some Bamcast title. Um, and I was like, this is the best thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the only solution to this problem yeah i mean to, just to give you the backstory if you ever mess with mess with xbmc that became cody yeah um then that's what plex is based on but i i, I say that not to scare you off because those are very much designed by engineers for engineers plex is like someone came along and we're like they got an ex apple person we're like yeah that's cool but how about we make it so that you don't have to speak code in mm-hmm. order to do this Plex is still clunky to navigate, though. It clunky, but can it, be. you've obviously never seen Cody, because Cody is like, dear God almighty, where's the play button? Yeah, yeah but it's not like <laughs> modern Apple yeah. software no, 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 level. No. Like This is more like iTunes 10 years ago clunky. Yes. Sure. Um, yeah, it fair. can be and difficult. Plus, it's to, different on every yeah, platform. Different apps right. look different, but but yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's easy to search and find things. So and I mean it's literally on everything. I have it installed on my Xbox, on my PlayStation, on my iPad, on my phone. Uh, I can you access can watch it. At movies work. anywhere. Yes, without having movies anywhere. Yeah. But last thing I'll say is that it is not the one. It's not the total solution that you need. Mm-hmm. You will have to do something like movies anywhere or something like that. Yeah. Um. There, there is no one solution fits all yeah. thing to yeah, this. I mean, you will just than, have to have a small collection of apps where yeah. all your movies live. Other than like getting into actual piracy, which we're not advocating. No. It's like it's because like you it's know. it's almost like it's almost easier to just buy the yeah. shit. That's like, what I mean. Especially yeah. like the, the all these services and movies anywhere, especially have just made it so much easier mm-hmm. to be like, let, let me just get it here. Yeah. 
Well, to be able to stream your content on something like that, yeah. To be able to have your content in a digital format that you own, is they seem to make it pretty di- difficult. Yeah. 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 Anyway, moving on. Uh, this one came from the Patreon page from Nathan Mills, who said, uh, just, uh, you know, going to leave this picture here. No reason. Just, yeah. And it's the uh, poster for Screamers starring Peter Weller. Oh, Peter Weller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain Charisma, Peter Weller. Yeah. Wielding a shotgun. Yeah, I've seen bits of that. It's it's like Peter Weller does Tremors, basically. Yeah. But on an alien planet, like Starship Trooper armor mm-hmm. and stuff. It, and I believe it's another movie in the Soldier Blade Runner universe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. I think it's got some weird tie to that. Okay. I think. I thought you guys did Screamers. No, we never did Screamers. Hmm. Okay. Well, no, I think we so. have not done Screamers. All right. Screamers is... I can attest to that. All right. I saw it when it came out. I haven't seen it since. It's yeah. all right, as I recall. All right. It's got Peter Weller. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> There's always that Peter Weller. It's funny that he waited to like Star Trek to actually show some emotion. Yeah. <laughs> one, one day we'll go back to the Weller. <laughs> Good. I just love that they use that, that soundbite of him actually emoting in the Star Trek pinball machine. Oh, really? Yeah. Of him just screaming at Captain Kirk, like, who's going to save us? You? That's like yelling at you like 18 times while you're playing. That. Yeah. <laughs> while you're trying to hit the goddamn ship in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. The vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you guys want a voicemail? I would love a voicemail. Yes. Hot damn. Hey, Vamp Cast. It's Mike from Pittsburgh. I haven't called since about 2015 because I started my own podcast. Didn't want to give too much business to the competition, you know. So that podcast lasted about three years. It was fun. And now I'm back. And I'm just so glad that you're doing all this stuff and doing even more stuff now than you were the last time I looked. Anyway, I want to recommend something I listened to. I think I recommended to you in uh, 2012 or so. You still haven't done it, for God's sake. It's called The Killing Grounds. It's also called Children of Wax. It's got two titles. Uh, it was one in Bulgaria. Um as Udo Kier, it has Armand DeSante, it has Daniel Bernhardt, the guy who was in the later Bloodsport sequels, or maybe it was the later Kickboxer sequels. Uh, it's about a gang war between the Turks and the Nazis. The Turks are played by Daniel Bernhardt and Armand DeSante, and they do American accents. The Nazis are played by Bulgarians, and they generally don't talk. Uh, it has a... I mean, just imagine the accent involved in this. It has all the accent you could ever want. It has a serial killer as well, just kind of popping in and out. That's Udo Kier, by the way. And, yeah, I think you'll like it. Um, Crash and Burn, sent from my Samsung uh, foldable phone. You know, the one that's never going to come out because it breaks as soon as you start using it. Sent from that. Okay, check check it out. (laughs) Good (laughs) sign-off. Thanks, Mike. Okay. (laughs) Well, you mess with the best. You die like the rest. Yeah. R.I.P. Hail to the kings. Forgotten failures. Us. Even bigger fans of Megaforce. Is that possible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They loved Megaforce. But okay. I love Megaforce. <laughs> yeah. I love Lamp. Yeah. But thanks, Mike. I love Carpet. Udo Kio. Are you just looking at Bamcast movies and <laughs> saying what? that you love them? I love Megaforce. It's a good movie. Especially at the end. When Barry Boswick does a barrel roll with yeah. his, yeah, with his motorcycle and then gives the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, sorry we killed your podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We can't help it. R.E.P. in peace. Yeah. That's what happens. 
Don't come at us. <laughs> yeah. We ate it. Yeah, or we'll tweet at you again. So, Oh, he left something out. Oh. What's that? He left out a detail he maybe should have mentioned. Uh-oh. It was written by Menachem Golan. <laughs> oh. 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 Well. Yeah, that's that's a big... That's a very important... That's a big de- detail. There. Yeah. We'll do Kieran and Menachem Golan. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a Golan Globus production? Oh, no. No. This is 2007. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know Menachem you know, Golan was. You know still who it really needs in it? Till Schweiger. Til Sch- it should have Til Schweiger. And Jans. <laughs> no, I would listen to that podcast. Uh, <laughs> Till Schweiger and Jans. <laughs> I appreciate that my Udo Kia and Til Schweiger are <laughs> significantly more German than my Jans. <laughs> Yeah, your your Jens is always Swedish. I know, I, 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 and Jens is not uh, sweet. That's why it's understand. so funny to me. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's offensive. I don't, I don't know do what you mean. And Jens has such a such a minuscule accent too. It's yeah. that's yes, it's gentle. It's there, a gentle accent. There are many reasons <laughs> that they, my, they call him Gentle Yin. <laughs> there are many reasons oh, that my Jens impersonation uh, tickles me so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Last one we got here is from uh, Taylor from Seattle, hmm. who uh, titles this this email "Bad Opinions." Mm. Well, hey, we, Bam- got, we got some. Yep. Hey, Bamfcast. Hey. hey. In the past, I mentioned my brother-in-law, who won't watch any movie made from before the mid '90s or so because, quote unquote, they look old. Oh, this guy. Y'all were filled with as much confusion and rage as I was. Mm-hmm. Well, wait until you get a load of what he said today. <laughs> he won't watch anything with Keanu Reeves. Nothing. He thinks Keanu is terrible and without merit. And when Keanu got huge cheers at E3, he thought it was the crowd being ironic. What the fuck? Crash and burn. Taylor from Seattle. I may be on record as thinking Keanu Reeves is a garbage actor, but he's cleaned up his act. And also, we've discovered in the last several years that he is the nicest person on the planet. Well, second, second. There's Tom Hanks and then Keanu Reeves. I don't know, man. Keanu's pushing hard yeah. to be sure. number one. Sure. He's just, he's he's in line. He's like the prince. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is the king. Yeah. He's the heir apparent mm-hmm. to the throne of yeah. nicest guy in well, Hollywood. The thing about Keanu is like he made, in the wrong things, he is an absolutely terrible actor. However, yes. in the right things, he makes awesome movies. Correct. He might not be a good actor in them, but they are still fucking awesome. I mean, I'm trying to think now, like realizing with, you know, you've got the John Wick stuff, you've got the Matrix, you've got Speed, you've got Bill and Ted, you got Point Break. Point Break. How many fucking good movies does this guy have? A lot. Like, it's, He's got a lot like, more than, know, more like, than most actors folks, yeah. have. And, and, you know, like five, six years ago, I didn't really think about that with him. No. And now you think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Holy shit. Like <laughs> this guy's resume is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he was shitting Dracula, but who cares? You know, I've come around got... on, on Dracula, actually. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. More like Dracula. No, no, no. I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. This is not like <laughs> I I've I've come around. I think he's better than Winona Ryder is. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like doing weird nonsensical accents. Yeah. They're married, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. What? What? Because of that movie. Yeah. What? It's just they, this dumb they, they thing they that's gone. They made some other movie together, right? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, the, the movie this? just came out. Didn't what? Wasn't there a movie that just came out with Keanu and Winona? Or 
I don't know. Might. No, yeah, they they made some other movie here recently together. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you and I were talking about this the other day, uh-huh. Harlow, is that like everyone's like loves Keanu Reeves and it's like, oh, John Wick, we got to go see that. But no one recognizes that he makes like three movies in between the John oh, Wick movies, sure. oh, yeah. and no one gives a fuck about any of them. They they get zero mention. Like a Keanu movie comes out and everyone's just like, what? It's like no one they cares. Nobody promotes it. I I know. It's it's just weird. What it's, was that one movie he's in that's actually really good that looked like stupid rom com? Is it? It's not the Lake House, right? There's one where it's like no Lake House is the time traveling. Yeah, was that the one with the letters and stuff back and forth? I think forth? so. Yeah, the yeah. bottles and the that, no that that movie's mailbox. actually really fucking good. Like, would you have you if you, like, I have not seen? Oh, that. it's one of those things. Like, I I I don't know why I thought it was that one. It's like when. Yeah, it ends yeah. up being really cool. The The weird thing about Keanu Reeves for the longest time, and this is pre-John Wick, is that, like, starting around the Matrix time, it seemed like the only roles he would take were when he was some sort of space Jesus, or, like, that and Constantine, and just, like, it was just, like, every movie was just, like, Keanu is Jesus. Like, why is he always playing Jesus in everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some cop movie where he was basically, like, the messiah of cops, and was just like, what? what is what is going on? It was just weird, but like I think back to Constantine, I like Constantine a lot. Ditto. Yeah, there's been a Constantine like defense force that's come up. Yeah, lately. I was there from the beginning. I mean, I I, I wholly recognize some of those people. Like I I will recognize. I'm sure some, plenty of people like me are like it's not Hellblazer. Fuck you. That's what I mean. I, I'm one of those people. Like I I I judge a movie uh, like I like comic book movies, and I judge them how on their accuracy on the comic book after I judge them on the quality of the movie. Like Spawn fails on every account because oh, it's yeah. fucking terrible yeah. in all regards. Mm-hmm. It's not a good adaptation, and it's just garbage otherwise. Yeah. Like Constantine was like, "Yeah, all right. I mean, it's not right, but it's still good." Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> it creates a it's hell of a universe, and it's like, oh, okay, you've made your own universe here with its own rules and everything, and it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I. I don't mind the the day the Earth stood still remake. I think that movie's all right, and I, I think never, people I should. Yeah, I, I should watch that. I think people shit all over it because it was Keanu. Mm-hmm. They were just like, "Ugh, what a remake!" Blah, Keanu. Blah. You know, Devil's Advocate, not a good movie. Yeah, I mean, not because of him. But, I mean, that's just Al Pacino going fucking nuts. But yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fan of man. But I mean, like that's one of those, that's one of those movies where like Keanu was like, "I will take a pay cut so that Al pa- we can afford Al Pacino for this mm-hmm. movie." Yeah. So you you know you yeah. still have to thank Keanu Reeves for that movie, and it's set in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah it's is it? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it but is. they treat Jacksonville as if there's like you know it's a, a town of like three hundred residents. Yeah. 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 I just I I kind of like. I like the old good natured like we used to make fun of Keanu. Like I, I never thought it. I never took it as like being mean. I just like the little things like like I am little Buddha, dude. Yeah, you know, that was <laughs> yeah, fun time. He was surfer guy. Yeah, like I am little Buddha. Yeah, like <laughs> Buddha. <laughs> Peace be with you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> also, like he kept making sports movies, like where he yeah, was just like, like some mechanic and, who yeah. just like lucked into playing b- mm-hmm. <laughs> some sort of sport because he did a uh, hardball also, which was just like. I'm Keanu, and now I'm a baseball man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't Plus, know. Jesus, Johnny Mnemonic, we like that shit. Yeah, that, that's did. right up our alley. Yeah, he had yeah. hard drive in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, whatever. But I mean, I, it's easy to make a, a, a decision on an actor and then just never go back on it. True. You know? I just, throughout, like, I understand Bill and Ted, I understand that. But, like, you just get to, like, speed. 
Speed. And The Matrix. You know? And it and it's like, oh, this these movies are good. These, like, if you watch Speed, Keanu Reeves is doing most of his own stunts in that movie. And he they are trying to fucking murder him. Mm-hmm. And he is so on board with it. I mean, like, it's... I don't know. Yeah. The, the the dude's had a career. Um, I think he has redeemed it in a lot of people's eyes by doing the John Wick movies. And then because he's back in the limelight, people are like, oh, you're a really nice guy. And I some people just haven't caught on to that, I guess. Yeah. But he also has all this tactical training, which means he could <sighs> literally murder you at any second. But he would apologize immediately yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you are if you are right now denying yourself the pleasures of John Wick... <laughs> you're yeah, fucking you, lost. you deserve your fate. Yeah, mm-hmm. you suck. Like, yeah, <laughs> as much like, as I've said, I, there are people I don't like. It doesn't stop me from watching movies. Of them, generally speaking, yeah. I mean, there's still people. I'm like, when they show up, I'm like, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> when are you going to ruin this? But you know, yeah. oh, what's that one guy you really hate that was in Pacific Rim? Uh, oh, Clifton Collins. Yeah, Jr. Clifton <laughs> Collins Jr. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there are I love people. how much you hate Clifton Collins Jr. <laughs> yeah, he's generally terrible. Yeah. Generally, and I say generally because I actually what did I see him anywhere? He was okay. Um, yeah, it was something just recently. Ballers. Yeah, he was good on Ballers. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just find it funny when people like apply their opinion to everyone, mm-hmm. like him thinking like, "Well, people are clapping for Keanu." Ironically, and yeah. it's like, no, mm-hmm. it, like your opinion is not universal. It's not like, okay, I've decided Keanu sucks, so everybody should just follow along. Who does he think is going to see all the John Wick movies? Yeah. Those movies are making billions. <laughs> they're going to see it ironically. Oh, oh, well, that'll show them. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> more like John Dick. I don't know. The, your brother, no. I mean. You are no. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that second uh, Keanu Reeves Winona Ryder movie is called Destination Wedding. Yeah, from it is. 2018. That's why they're married. 2018 Destination Wedding. Okay. I watch it. Even when I don't like movies, and it, he's usually pretty good. Like, Knock Knock can kind of go die in a fire for the most part. Oh. But he's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, like, that movie is just, it's Eli Roth, and it's just, you know. Oh, right. Yeah, like that's a, right. Yeah. To it, you know. Yep. But, like, he's still doing good work in it. <laughs> yeah. God, he makes a lot of movies. Yeah, Holy does, shit. He does. Yeah. None of them get play. None of them. I should watch Destination Wedding. Yeah, I'm, it's rated R for sexual content. So let's make that a uh, an extra. We'll just you want to watch yeah, Destination I Wedding? <laughs> I actually I want to watch Destination Wedding with you, Chuck. Let's let's plan it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your little extra bromance is very cute. Yeah, yeah, I like it. We like getting together, and watch a little movie. I know. We like having fun and watching movies, man. Yeah, broing out and I know. watching some Destination Wedding. I wasn't. Ooh. I was saying that I liked it. Okay. Jesus, it's in a movie called Rally Car. Hell yeah! Where he's in a he's. In a rally car. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot he was in Scanner Darkly, too. Yeah. So it was Winona Ryder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. People want to get in touch with us. How can they do that, BJ? Uh, through the internet is probably the best way. You're going to need to be more specific. <laughs> um, Our IP address is 1.1.1. Dot one one two seven dot zero dot zero dot one mm-hmm. one yeah I just looked it up it's 192.168.1.45. <laughs> okay great yeah um try uh, that out yeah um yeah we're already hacked but if you actually <laughs> yeah. want With our the, local IP addresses yes <laughs> if you actually want uh 
a way to contact us. Mm -hmm. Go to the website, bmfcast.com. Look at the buttons on the right-hand side. It's got all of uh, the links to all of our socials. If you would prefer me, just tell them to you. Email us, bmf at bmfcast.com, or give us a phone call, like Mike from Pittsburgh did, 9105-DOCS-BMF or 9105569263. Call us, email us, recommendations, etc. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Nope. Just tell us what you like. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you really really like. like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, if you really, really like us and you think we deserve monetary compensation for what we do, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and put a dollar or two a month in the hat, which helps keep our figurative lights on, um, helps pay for our hosting fees and our, uh, you know, Equipment when it catches on fire or breaks down or whatever, um, and helps us acquire more and new, new and more interesting movies to watch, uh, to podcast about to make you have a better day. Uh, also, um, I think we are running uh, just about out of shirts. We're pretty close to the end. We have a limited supply left. Yeah, we have a limited supply left. So, bearsuitstudios.bigcartel.com. Get yourself a shirt while they still exist. They're the limited 25th anniversary or whatever. Uh, (laughs) Beautiful silver print shirts. They're very soft, very comfy. Put one on your body because it deserves it. (laughs) And um, The shirt or their body? Yes. Both. (laughs) The shirt deserves your suppleness. Yes. From our bodies to your body. <laughs> No, no, no. A supple shirt for your <laughs> well, supple our, you know, our bodies will put the thing in the thing and send it to them. Okay, yeah. technically. Yeah. We're not putting the shirts on first and then mailing them out. I mean, we can if you want us to. Uh, we could each take turns wearing it for yeah. as a night shirt. <laughs> and then... As <laughs> a night shirt. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be That's like... the most dirty. Uh, <laughs> well, that one girl is selling her bath water, so I figure no, we could... Someone DNA tested that water. There is no human cells in that water. That was water. on 4chan, so <laughs> take that with a grain of I know. Yeah. salt. I'm just... I think that whole story. Ooh, so someone was, someone was like, it's very... <laughs> someone, I, someone commented on it. They're like, well, that's smart of her because they could probably clone and get all her genetic information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yes. They can right. easily okay. get her genetic like, profile. Right. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. I'm going to uh-huh. reconstitute and get her okay. ATM code. The internet was a goddamn mistake. <laughs> the, it, like, connecting all of us together, or bringing everyone into one place was a fucking mistake. Should have never done it. That's true, yeah. It is a hilarious mistake sometimes. I enjoy the story like, from just afar. Anyway, people. anyway, BMF bathwater on sale soon, mm-hmm. and no. BMF pre-worn shirts we on don't sale bathe. soon. What the fuck? No, we're talking? filthy. No, we are doing BMF bath bath salts. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, we are pre-smoked bath salts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 just bath salts no, for your baths. Like, oh, yeah, the old school kind. Salt. I could do that. Mm. Yeah, I could the do kind that. Makes you bite cops. I was thinking about making soap. Oh, okay, like learning to make soap. Well, I got some fat if you need. <laughs> <laughs> Buy our soap made from our own fat. Yeah. Right. If you think BMF soap would be interesting, email us with the flavors of soap that you would like. Ew. <laughs> we we add a pose this question to you. <laughs> oh. Nice one. I like oh. it. I like it. Yeah, BMF at BMF, BMFcast.com. Tell us your preferred BMF soap flavors mm-hmm. and what they would smell like. Yes. Please, please write in with all mm. your favorite soap I am flavors. curious about that. And we will make them. 
Okay. I might. I've been I've been wanting wanting to try the, you know, uh, a couple methods of soap making that I was looking at online. So who are you? <laughs> I contain multitudes. You uncultured swine. Oh, I'm sorry. Polymath soap maker over here. Yeah. <laughs> I make things from time to time. Yeah. Okay. You don't know me. I barely know. <laughs> Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Mm-hmm.